0: Hello everybody and welcome to episode 17 of Kittle Hoop, where we talk fun stuff like movies, TV shows and video games. My name is Jamie and co-hosting with me as always, the boy with the best hair in the business, Rory son of Alan. Why oh, you changed it. <laughs> I'm <laughs> caught off guard. Hi, I'm Rory. <laughs> and, and I'm rounding me off, rounding us off. Rounding us off to my right, Captain, class himself, Cammy D, son of John. It's me. I have returned. Hey, welcome back. the King
1: again i live here um it is this is your temple this this really is your castle. Back to it's you. weird
0: that you live here and you've not been in
1: on podcasts for maybe five or six episodes It's because i don't get weekends off and i have to go and slave away at the grindstone but that's fine you guys enjoy your weekends off
0: i do it's it's
1: amazing it's i great. love i love
0: <laughs> spending my weekends in your flat yeah, without <laughs> Jamie's literally here every weekend now. So not huh. no, all the time, just <laughs> pretty much all the during, time. actually, I spent a lot of time here last weekend. Since we started yeah. this podcast, <laughs> without you is weird. I don't like being here without you. I feel like I'm taking up space that I shouldn't be taking up. Well, maybe if you without got it. the king present, if, as, long as you, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> okay, if you don't understand, everybody, this week's episode is going to be about uh, Lord of the Rings. In fact, I've titled this episode "My Precious Cam Loves the Lord of the Rings." Correct. Correct. So housekeeping. Get up. Housekeeping. Get this out the way really quickly. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Everybody, we upload a new episode every Monday morning. So if that fits a new commute, give us a download. And if you're kind human of beings, leave us a not so harsh review. We're a bunch of five star men, so hopefully that will reflect on all your reviews. I am a five star man. You are Rory. Whoa. I would. I expect more <laughs> from you there. Okay, fine.
1: <laughs> no, no more.
0: <laughs> Got him. Let's jump straight in to the news. News story number one. Everybody. Spider-Man: Far From Home. Who watched it?
1: Me. Yes.
0: Thoughts Thoughts on that Wii trailer?
1: I saw it on Instagram.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Good. I only watched it once. I think it looks good. Soundtrack's good. I like the soundtrack. I didn't listen to the soundtrack. It's (laughs) it's the the classic (laughs) Spider-Man, like, soundtrack, Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever a spider Spider pig pig does. does. Oh, that wasn't oh, even oh, scripted. That is yeah. pure. went oh. at the same time. That's really, you guys are cool. That is fucking garbage. You're the coolest. We just fist bumped as well. They did. They're sitting next to each other. I'm not sitting near any of them because I'm I'm the producer on this podcast, so I make sure everything is recorded well. So back to Spider-Man. <laughs> you watched the trailer. Are you I looking did, forward yes. to the movie? It's going to be a uh, kind of Euro trip for Spider-Man. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I thought the suit looked cool. Yep. I thought... Stealth suit as well. Uh, his aunt looks fit again. Always does. Not the point in the movie. Uh, <laughs> um, no, the big point here was <laughs> Jay Gyllenhaal is Mysterio. Yeah, we knew that. Though. Rebe- yeah, but you get to see him in action at the end. He and mysterious. he's kind of a hero at that moment in time. But I reckon it's gonna, there's going to be if some... If you know Spider-Man at all, he's going to end up being the antagonist. It's going to start off at the very start of the movie when they're in France or wherever they are. Uh, or London and he's fighting the Waterman or the Clayface Man or maybe it's Sandman. Great great, great bad, bad guys. Guy Waterman. And then Mysterio oh, is going to It's like a Cheerio. Ray Mysterio. <laughs> he's a Cheerio. Would you like some Mysterios? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then I think, so he's going to help Spider-Man and then something's going to happen and he's going to flip a switch and get become a bad guy. And Spider-Man's going to be like, Oh no, I'm going to kill you now. Oh, you are you, the bad guy. <laughs> Not the
1: Tom no, Holland impression. One of the Tom Holland the Tom you. Um, no. Spider-Man. Oh, I'll this. Tom you know I will forward this. Kevin Feige's
0: come out and said that this is actually based after Endgame. Apparently, yes. It is five right, minutes after. Right, so Kenny's after. fine then. So you know he's fine. Great. Can't wait. Apparently it's, it's five game. minutes after. This is my, my old problem. They the, the pitch and show so much after big events. that's Anyway, we've talked about this in the past. I don't want to get too much into it. I I think this is good. I I'll watch it. Agreed. Good soundtrack. I like Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Oh. Mr. Mr. Downey. Oh. And did you know that oh. Jake Gyllenhaal has been trying to get in a Spider-Man movie since Spider-Man Two? Yes, famously, Tommy Maguire hurt his back and demanded more money from Sony. Sony went, "I get the fuck out of here, kid." And then they were gonna get Jake Gyllenhaal in instead. And there's a fun joke in Spider-Man Two where he tries to get his powers back, falls, and hurts his back. Real reaction. That was a real reaction, everybody. Tommy Wire was an old, crippled man. He's an old, old man. A 34-year-old man playing a 17-year-old. That was a <laughs> couple of bad movies. Cam do you going to watch the new Spider-Man? Yeah, oh, I'm going to watch
1: it. I don't know. I mean, I, it, on the one hand, it's kind of like, right? Like, why have they taken him out of New York? The whole point. I mean, take it Spider-Man because on. the title of the movie is "Far from Home." I get that, but you take Spider-Man out of New York and you put him in the center of Edinburgh, he's going to be next to fucking useless. That's true, true. He can't true. swing from that's fuck why all he's in London. In Wester Hills. Even can't.
0: so, I lived in London. The Shard is big. Other than that, nothing much.
1: Yeah. So, but I kind of. It's like it's also kind of at the same time. I know like, oh, they've done something new and all that, but blah, blah, blah. he didn't take his suit with him. I tell you what, it'll be. It'll be fine. <laughs> it will be oh. absolutely
0: fine. That's a uh, cool. small praise from Cameron. There, <laughs> very small praise. Moving uh, on. Next, uh, next news story. I've got Anne Hathaway is now tipped to play the lead in the new Roldal Witches remake. Did you ever watch the original Witches? No. Scared the shit out of me. I mate. think I read the book. It's about a little. boy. I can say that now that Greg is not. Little boy <laughs> on the coast, uh, down in Cornwall, on the coast, in a little hotel, goes with his gran, and accidentally comes across like the annual mm-hmm. like meeting of the witches, and they all take their faces off and look evil, and it's gross. Is Michelle Pfeiffer in it? No, oh. I can't remember who's in it. I think it's the girl that plays Morticia in Anna's family. I think in the original. Yeah, I oh, think okay. she's the main witch. I've not seen it. And Anne Hathaway is basically gonna play her in the new remake. Cool. Um, you guys don't know this film, so nope. I shall move on. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, that's not news for me. <laughs> new story number three. Did you know we're getting a Ghostbusters three? I did. I saw the teaser trailer. Yeah, I saw something
1: about that, bad
0: How do you feel about that? seeing as we got a pretty shitty remake i'm i'm happy because they've obviously gone making not that there's anything wrong with a female cast but making a reboot or a a pre a sequel to a movie with an all-female cast is never really great in my opinion and they make fun of it in sunny in the new season Mm. where why do they have to do something that's already been done but a female version do something original with a female, like the heist movie that's just like coming yeah. out,
1: like Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids and was Bridesmaids, excellent. Yeah, Bridesmaids
0: totally. was so like laugh out loud, wet my pants funny. It was hilarious. Um, yeah, and and it, also this heist movie that's coming out where she's got an Oscar nomination, a black actress, uh, Widows. Widow. Widows looks oh, badass. Really nice. Make something like that. Don't make a Ghostbusters reboot well, with th- just females. I think the Ghostbusters sequel, this one we're talking about here is the Ghostbusters sequel we wanted instead of the remake. Mm. It's got, it's, it's the, it's been produced by Dan Aykroyd and it's been written by Ivet, Peter, no, what is it? Ah, uh, yes. What is uh, it? Ah, yes. Ivet Ivi- Peter. Ivi- Peter. Yes. It's, famous, been, written by, it's been written by the kid who produced the first one. The kid. <laughs> I can't remember who his name is. I didn't write it down. <laughs> okay. But it looks like, I mean, no one, nothing's confirmed, but it looks like Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, and the guy who played Winston will be back for it. Nothing's confirmed, but it looks like that's happening. According Good. to rumors, looking forward to it. Um, if it's written like if they've the teaser, if they trailer have born in France. It's not boring. The it's Ecto teaser. one, the little the little Ghostbusters yeah. car was in a garage, c- cabin, little garage in the middle of yeah. nowhere in the countryside, not even in New York, flashing. Yeah, it's because they're back. But it looked fake. It's just the teaser. Like, the teaser looked fake, like it was like one of those fake trailers you see floating around the internet, the fan-made trailer. Yeah. Oh well. I uh, I think I'm looking forward to it. So moving on. Moving on, uh, new story number four. Netflix are reuniting with Steve Carell and the office creator for a new TV show called Space Force. Cool. Do you like The Office in the US? I did like The Office. Never seen it. Never seen I've it. You never oh, saw The US Cam. Office? Never seen the UK one either. Crawl out of that rock you're living under. What the fuck? You listen here. Cam likes Brooklyn 9 9. Correct. You don't like The Office? I've never seen it. That's outrageous. I feel, like, that is outrageous. I feel like the
1: the UK one looked funny and like it was realistic to what like offices would be in the UK. And Got then it, I saw stuff that's happening in the yeah. US and it just looks a bit silly. I'm sure it would be amazing. It's its own for, Yeah, thing. I've heard it. Uh, yeah, the heard it's first season
0: was word for word identical. Yeah. yeah but then, Once it gets into its stride in season two and three, it yeah. becomes its own monster and it's very, very funny. Anyway, the guys that created that are now creating a TV show called Space Force. Um, the series is inspired by the federal government's, the, the US federal government's announcement of wanting to create a sixth branch of the military, which will be titled Space Force. Netflix teaser reads, the goal of the new branch is to defend satellites from attack and perform other space-related tasks or something. This is the story of the men and women who have to figure that out. Um, led by Steve Carell, I imagine shenanigans ensue. I think mean, this is funny. Cool. When Trump announced that he wanted to start a space force, Ugh. everyone thought... What the fuck you playing at? <laughs> Garbage. This is obviously <laughs> taking the piss out of that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'll probably watch it? it when it comes out. I love the U.S. Office. I'm shocked that Cameron got on board. I didn't love the U.S. Office. I thought it was funny, but I I I always dipped in and out of it. I never finished. I don't think I finished it anyway. I think I got to the part where Steve Carell left, and then that's why I stopped. got I got bored. I stopped because they tried to replace him, and they couldn't. Uh, um. Yeah, the whole series revolved around him, and he was a linchpin. So yeah, I also stopped watching it once he left. Unfortunately. Uh, new story number five, everyone. Did you watch Mission Impossible Fallout? I did. What a
1: great movie. Yes. Cam, was it Tremendos or fine? It was the exact same as every single Mission Impossible movie, and it was class.
0: Class. I'm it's sorry. great. I was worried there. You don't, the thing <laughs> is,
1: when you get a movie like Mission Impossible or a Die Hard or anything with Bruce Willis, Tom Cruise, all the rest of them, you don't go in with any expectations. You know exactly, you can predict the plot from start to finish, and it goes the exact way you think it was. And it's great,
0: and you love every second of it. It's like total spoilers for Fallout, but Henry Cavill is the bad guy from day one. But you <laughs> fucking knew that even before the film started. Yeah, I know. But you can tell he's got a giant mustache. Must be a must be a bad guy. The famous mustache that they had to CGI out. He looks in like Justice a Justice League. Yeah, he looks like a Bond villain in it. He's like Odd Job, but the opposite. I don't think Odd Job had a mustache. No, a lot bit large. Like he, he he's needs a co-
1: very handsome man. He's a he very handsome
0: man. That fight in the toilet is. is epic. Where they throw it's the guy through the, the mirror. Yeah, that's a good fight. Anyway, uh, the, the new story here is Christopher Quarry, the writer and director responsible for Mission Impossible Rogue Nation and Fallout, is set to write and direct two more sequels back-to-back. For Fallout. Uh, not called Fallout, but after Fallout. so part of the same no, story. Oh, that's good. Back-to-back. Soon after the story broke, Cruise went, uh, sent a tweet out confirming the summer 2021 and 2022 release date for those movies. So it's going to be one big overarching story. I think it's maybe the swan song for Tom Cruise, because let's be honest, he's not young. I mean, he looks good, but is he not knocking fifty? 50? Late fifties, man. Dude loves to run. He's in late fifties.
1: Dude can't run.
0: He can. You're not breaking an ankle or a rib filming this film. Yeah, he jumped off a. He jumped from a building onto another building, and his ankle hit the vertical point of the wall, uh, and his heel or his toe hit, and his heel dropped down to the wall as his body was going over the. Sounds painful. Yeah, he broke Honking. his broke his heel, ankle, or whatever. Uh, <laughs> I re- and he probably went. <laughs> scientology will life. save me life's amazing yeah, oh, yeah. tom cruise yeah jumps on couches scientology will save me i love Kerry holmes he's not a scientologist anymore because it doesn't exist he's he absolutely is a scientologist no, not though. anymore shut up what's he now since when since that louis through documentary and he talked about tom cruise and they said oh he's not with us anymore shut up i don't believe you true i thought he was in that for life nope he paid his way to the top and became a grade five, whatever, level five. <laughs> With a massive feat level. Level five in Scientology and then he was like, nah. So he read the comic book, did he? Yep. Good for him. Yep. Wasn't the main character, got angry. hmm Well, I liked uh, Mission Impossible uh, for that. I'm excited for the sequels. Me too. Because Cam's right. You know exactly what you're going to get too. when you go in. And actually, it gave me more. I thought it was fun. Real, really, really good fun. Yeah. So, there we go. Looking forward to it. Any... Uh, I... Any comments on those new stories? Because we battered through those in 10 minutes. Well, we nah, needed to. I'm saving, because I'm saving my am saving. shit's edit. about to get real. Boys and girls, listen closely. Here's the big topic. The Lord of the motherfucking rings. Here yep. is the theme. What
1: in Christ's name is? <laughs> <was laughs> that? That's not the Lord of the Rings. Though. You I don't horrid know. boy.
0: I would, I, I'll probably just drop it in there. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, oh, how's the theme go? Just while I did it there. And then you guys say the That's the Rohan du, du, du. theme. That's the Rohan theme, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go, Cam. Christ in heaven. What's the theme?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, 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 yes, they're taking the hobbits to Isengard. Yeah, to that's Isengard.
1: Pretty, that's pretty much what I like yes. with that one,
0: yeah. Uh, okay, so if you don't understand, we are talking The Lord of the Rings movies. Yuck, <laughs> yuck, yuck, yuck. Y- not the books. Fuck so, the books. Reading is for nerds. Reading this for nerds, apparently, uh, if Gregor's listening to this blasphemy. Uh, the films, made in the very late 90s, directed by Peter Jackson, based on the novels by J.R.R. Tolkien. We will be talking The Fellowship of the Ring, came out 2001. The Two Towers came out in 2002, and The Return of the King, which came out in 2003. Um, the films <laughs> took almost eight years from pre-production to the release of The Return of the King. Wait, Return of the King came out in 2003? Correct. Yep. fuck a duck.
1: First one, what was it? 1st one 2nd nine, one, ninety nine. Second one, two thousand one.
0: It was year after year. So they year filmed them all year? back to back wow. from the ninety nine. So listen to my, my little synopsis. Here. The films took almost eight years from pre-production to the release of The Return of the King. They took a risk and shot back to back to back. It was a huge gamble when they funded the project, but well worth it in the end. And um, the films together earned seventeen wins at the Academy Awards after thirty nominations. The Return of the King won eleven trophies, including Best Picture and Best Director.
2: Shit.
1: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, so they're good. To Correct. this little
0: topic, <laughs> I think what we'll do is original memories on seeing the films, and then I want to break down the synopsis to each of the films, and we can go into them, talk about our favorite parts, and then break down some of the trivia that I've come up with. Are we all cool with that?
1: Cool. Sure.
0: So let's rewind the clock, everybody. <laughs> the year is 2001. 9-11. Right. That oh did no!
1: Fact,
2: this... oh, <laughs> He's gone. There you regret saying regretted
0: saying that. I regretted that immediately <laughs> after <laughs> I said that. I'm <laughs> sorry. <but> flash. <laughs> flashbulb memories. I mean, it did, it did three happen. or four months after 9/11, it's December because these okay. movies all came out at Christmas time, didn't right? they? Remember, and it's 2001. Jamie's 11 years old, which makes Rory 10 years old, which makes Cam nine. Really? You're a little baby. Woo- Yeah, baby cam. Did you go to the cinema see this? Hell yeah. Probably not. It was like a twelve. I was gonna say like. (laughs) No, I went. Did you get into the cinema to see this? Hell yeah. Oh yeah,
1: look at him. I went with my trench coat and my stilts. Did you also look like you were building a triangle
0: at nine years old? He's the size. (laughs)
1: Leave my body alone. Stop body shaming me. I'm not
0: body shaming you. The size of a half giant. (laughs) (laughs) The year is two thousand and one. Rory, tell me what. When did you see it? Do you remember seeing it? Who were you with? What was it like? You're ten years old. Absolutely not. I have no recollection of seeing this in the cinema. I've got a really good. Story. Although it was two thousand and one, I saw it twice. So I don't remember what happened last year. See, I saw it a-
1: twice in one day. Tell me, Cam. Tell me your story. When you? I can't remember it. seeing the first time, but I remember one day, I, me and Grant, you know, me and Jordan went in the, mor- in the like mid afternoon, and it was class. And then <laughs> I came home, and I went to Grant's house at night, and then we went to see it at night, and it was class. Class. Both <laughs> times it just was spent six hours of that day. You goddamn right I did, and <laughs> I loved the bo- every fucking second of it. It was great. Loved so
0: it. when it came out, when, uh, when the fellowship was released in two thousand and one, it came out roughly about the time we all broke up for Christmas that year, and I remember distinctly because we did the same thing every year after this first year. My pals, consisting of people like Ryan Turner. Lewis mm. McGurty, Dan and Crichton, Richard Wardrop. Good, Good boys. Laddies. Good lads. Good lads. Good Shout laddies. out to all those. Like Chris Thompson, the ginger one. Good lads. Hi, lads who probably don't listen to this podcast. Oh, some of them do. Some of them do. <laughs> some of them do. Thank you. Um, <laughs> we would all break up for the last day of term. And it was a half day before Christmas and the last day of term. And what would we would do is get picked up at the school by our mums, They'd drive us <clears> to the pizza hut outside the Odeon.
1: Class. We'd go
0: get an edge pizza. Do you remember the edge pizzas? Oh, We'd, yeah. The no square. Crust, no crust. Is that a square? We'd feast on the edge crusts at the age of 11 years old. And then we go over to the Odeon and watch that year's Lord of the Rings movie. Now, the first time we did this, blown away. The Fellowship of the Ring, I did not expect it to be as epic as it was. You sit down, it's a three hour long movie. And at 11 years old, no 11 year old has sat through a three hour long movie before. That changed the game.
1: I did twice in one day. He did and he was nine. You were nine. Hell Yeah. Fucking look up
0: arcs. look up the age rating for this movie mm. I'm pretty sure it's a 12 because there's some scary moments in it I'm doing that right now there's the big kai bit at the end even in the in the middle where he comes out from the mud and then yeah. at the, and then there's the big fight at the end and then that.
1: there's the scary oh, ghost okay, man
0: well, with the rings it was rated a 12 cam how did you see that
1: listen I don't play by the rules it's also, <laughs> uh, he's a big boy like he gets in not it's at nine, wasn't. He wasn't he was a big boy at nine. He was a wee laddie. He was a wee
0: laddie. I remember seeing this, and it became one of those traditions, year on year on year, because they came up back to back. The boys and me would get picked up on the last day of term. We'd go get pizza. We'd go watch the film, and then we'd all come back and nerd out. It was one of those first films, actually, like a fantasy film, where it was socially okay to get nerded out about something, because nerd culture wasn't common back in the day. It wasn't, like, mainstream. But, I mean, you are also 11, so you don't really give a shit. <laughs> what are you kind of doing? You don't. We're at the age where we're about to go to high school, yeah. and that's that's important. Like you want you, you're away. Yeah. 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 It was, I, don't I don't remember that far far back. I honestly don't remember seeing either of the th- any of the three movies in the cinema. That's outrageous. Yeah. Because I, I remember doing the same thing as a wee tradition year on year, and I thought you guys would have more of it. So here's what I would like to 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 do. I've got a synopsis written for all three films. Talk to me. I'm going to take each film as they come. Talk to Fellowship, me. Two Towers, and to Return of the King. And after I've read the synopsis, we'll go into our best part. Shall we do that? I'm ready. What are you doing on your phone
1: cam? I'm fucking looking up Lord of the Rings facts. Good. shit. Oh, okay. Synopsis. It was me thinking they were all locked up in your head. You're just a liar. You're a fake. You know what? I'm going to put my phone down so I can show you how good my Lord of the Rings trivia is. You know what?
0: I'm going to go into your room
1: tonight and do stuff. (laughs) Please (laughs) carry on, Jamie. (laughs) Following a detailed preface where
0: we learn the magic rings are bad and that dickhead Sauron once made a super bad one with a... Massive war fought over it um, that was then vanquished by men and elves. The Lord of the Rings then begins with the Fellowship of the Ring in the Shire. Home to the hobbits, who are halflings.
1: Ignore Rory's theme, that's not. Oh god, no, that's, that's the breaking of the fellowship.
0: That's he's not. you real in this podcast. Hobbits are <laughs> halflings, somewhere between Sorry. the size of dwarves and men. Where Frodo Baggins is immediately thrust into a quest to rid Middle-earth of the One Ring. Having inherited his uncle Bilbo's estate, including the mysterious ring, the wizard Gandalf informs him that that is the One Ring, forged by the Dark Lord Sauron himself, with powers that would be used to end mankind in Middle-earth once and for all. Rewind. He got the ring and then had to run away to a library and figure it out. And then he came back and You're went, That is the one, ring. You're not talking about the books here, Rory. We're talking about the movie. Yeah, he does that in the movie. Yeah, but it happens within a, like a two-minute scene. I'm just saying, he goes to a library and finds out. Anyway, <laughs> Frodo and friends, which include Sam, Merry, and Pippin, set out for Rivendell to take the ring to the Council of Elrond so that a plan to destroy the ring can be created. On the yep. way, they bump into the Dark Riders, also known as the Nazgul. <laughs> they also meet a work of the cool would-be king, better known as Strider. Strider, and de- and deliver the ring to Elrond. It is only then that the Fellowship is formed of Middle-earth's mightiest heroes. Debatable. Not, not the Avengers. The <laughs> fellow- <laughs> Debatable, that's totally
1: true. <laughs> oh, it would be better if you just took Frodo out the equation. And <laughs> where are the little just ones? Left we'll get, we'll get to it.
0: So the Fellowship set out to Mordor to cast the ring into Mount Doom to destroy it, but are tested by a series of conflicts on the road. spies from Saruman, the mines of Moria, where Gandalf sacrifices himself to the Balrog, uh, the Woods of Lotharian and the final battle with the Urukai Warriors, where Borimir is killed. From here, the fellowships separate into three narratives Frodo and Sam with the ring. Merry <laughs> and Pippin get kidnapped. Aragon, Legolas, and Gimli, who will now be called Team Cool, are in hot pursuit. Hot pursuit. That's the first film, guys. Yeah, boy. Yes, it we is. kind of went through that quite quickly, didn't we? Well, talk about it. Three oh, okay, we're to talk, about it, now. Now. Now we go talk about it. So now we're going to talk about it. So now <laughs> the audience understand what the film we're talking about. Alright, okay. In case why are you listening to this if you hadn't seen these yeah, If you haven't seen it, <laughs> pause this.
1: Go and watch it. We'll Come see you in three hours. Geese your thoughts unless the, you're watching the extended card. Give your we'll thoughts see you in, in the about
0: beginning. Six. So we're talking about the beginning. It starts in the Shire. Little Frodo Baggins yes. Yes. inherits a ring from his mad uncle Bilbo. Yes, he does. Cam, what's your thoughts on Frodo?
1: He's a bitch.
0: He is a bitch. He is. He's sitting he is. there reading. Let a me book. launch
1: some fucking <laughs> trivia at you fucking real quick right now. Frodo is the only one in the whole Fucking trilogy Not to kill anybody Really? When I say kill no not, not in kill anybody In like a psycho way But like He's the only one That doesn't plunge His metal Into the heart Of an orc With vengeance In his eyes Really? He's the only fuck. Watch the watch I'm pretty him. sure He uses his sword On a when? spider When? What about nope. When they're moria? Nope. Nope. nope nope Doesn't kill a single Piece of Shut up Doesn't no kill way. a single Fucking orc doesn't kill a single. He, doesn't kill he a planned single. all the work Is for him. A, exactly. You could have given the ring. Right. He See, points it if at Gollum give... him once. Oh, good. Oh, great. Thanks for that. And then... You
0: recognise this sword?
1: <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. See, it's it, called sting. If you'd given the ring to Sam, first of all, walked in a modder, punched fucking Sauron in the face, plopped the ring in the lava, boof, straight away, Microphones work if you're facing oh, sorry, them. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I get fucking angry when I'm talking about it. Frodo. He's shit. He is Fro- shit. Useless
0: character. <laughs> so it starts with him inheriting basically Bilbo's estate. He gets the ring and he's thrust into this quest. I don't know if it's about, there's a thing about class segregation here. Does it not start at Bilbo's 11th birthday? Bilbo was 111 11-1, 111st And he's about to go and retire up in uh, Rivendell. So he leaves Frodo his entire estate,
2: nice. including
0: the one ring, which we don't know as a ring yet. Gandalf then shows up for a big party. Big piss-up. Cam, can I have a beer, please? Tangerine Dreams. No, Clockwork Tangerine. That's what... Yeah, that one. The orange one. They have a wee party, have a wee knees up, and we get the impression that the Shire is a really nice place to live. It looks nice. It looks like New Zealand. But this is Tolkien. I think this is Tolkien's allegory for the Middle England. It's like living in the countryside in England uh, around about the kind of 1910s, 1920s. Was he English? Yeah, very much so. He loved the countryside. He loved going to the pub, having that really kind of easy lifestyle, working the land. Did you know him? No, I read up about him. <laughs> <All> right, <okay. laughs> I studied English for yeah. him. Um, um, a lot of the war scenes and the conflicts come from his times in the trenches. He, he was a soldier in World War One, and it affected his teaching and his writing and a lot of the uh, angst he put to pages in Lord of the Rings and the horribleness of war comes out in his reflection in World War
2: One.
0: I. Wow. Um, so the Shire is supposed to be this untouched part of the world, which is like unsoiled by war. And the Hobbits are reflections of that. They live like these carefully lives where they'd rather sing, dance and drink instead of worry about anything else, which is why Frodo and Bilbo are always those kind of like unassuming protagonists. They're thrust onto a quest and it's good for us as readers and watchers to kind of, Follow the story through their eyes because they're as naive to that story as we are. Yeah, hobbits don't go on adventures, so they bugger off and they end up having to take the ring to Rivendell. And while they do that, they meet the other hobbits, which are Sam, Merry, and Pippin. Yep. Pippin. Sam. Sam's going cutting the grass like midday. Sam played or by or Sean Astin. Mid evening. Great actor, by the way. What an actor. He was in Stranger Things. He was in bit, Stranger for Things a bit, for a wee bit.
1: He was also in 24. Is he? Shut up. No way in, like, a fun episode, and he died.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, he's, like, picking weeds or something, and then Dumbled- Dumbledore. He's, <laughs> Dumbledore. he's eavesdropping. Dumbledore. He's eavesdropping. He's eavesdropping. He wasn't eavesdropping, sir. No, what? Well, Dumbledore, was- no Eve, sir. <laughs> Classic Sam. And then... That's what exactly what an eavesdropper would say. But they do that. They go on the road, and on the road, they bomb into uh, Pippin's cousin... No, Mary, uh, Frodo's cousin Pippin and his pal, Merry. Yeah. And Billy boy Scotland's own Scotland Billy, Boyd. Zone, Billy Boyd. Two of my favourite characters in this as well especially Pippin, I really like Pippin. I've met Billy Boyd. Unassuming little boys who just want to have <laughs> Moving fun. Moving on <laughs> Where did you meet Billy Boyd? Uh, da- my band Dante supported him once in Inverness. Shameless plug. Shameless plug, yeah uh, and it was such a shame because his band were really good and everyone just kept shouting Pilbo at him He's <laughs> 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 not even Bilbo. He's Pippin. <laughs> Anyway, the four hobbits then have to take the ring to uh, Elrond. But on the way, they get sidetracked by, because they run into, what are they called? The Dark Riders?
1: The Nazgul. Now, at the this point, ring though, in the movie, you don't know they're called the Nazgul,
0: though. They're Black, just dark Black guys. Raiders, yeah, Black Riders. And about. they are wraiths. And they the are wraiths. scary.
1: Scary boys.
0: What do you think of them? That's my ring-wraith impression. Because, like, they gave me nightmares as kids they were not totally i was
1: fucking nails when i was nine so it didn't give
0: me and you you forget that the (laughs) hobbits because you're you're surrounded by hobbits and then gandalf but he's a big-ass wizard so you don't really see the fact that hobbits are really small and when they hide underneath that tree from get off the road quick (laughs) (laughs) fucking frodo why why is it when they get off the road there are suddenly bugs everywhere like, because the the Nazgul the, then sits down and he's like sniffing for them, yeah. And then there's bugs. Everywhere. But then you real—that's when I th- saw how massive he was, or good. how small the hobbits actually. Was that were. the Witch King? No, it's just a regular Are guy. Are you sure, Cam? Yes, regular Joe. Here's a fun fact for you. Does anyone know the game Heads Up?
1: Yes, yes.
0: Cam, tell us about your uh,
1: your record-breaking Heads Up game. It wasn't no game. It was a series of games that led to me being number two in the country at. Quiz up Lord of the Rings movies. Well done. So buy that. I don't have Quiz Up anymore, but I have the screenshots to prove it somewhere.
0: Was it just you and one other guy? <laughs> you fucking
1: take that back, you piece of shit. What you have you... any idea how many hours I put into that?
0: What you're claiming then is you're bringing the facts to the table. Yes. So bring it.
1: Will we take your word as gospel on this? Absolutely. Anyone that disagrees <laughs> dies.
0: If you disagree, write into Kiddlehood on our Twitter. Tell me. People are writing in now. It's great. Tell me the name <laughs> of the pub the Hobbits then end up at. I the, know that. And Bree, the Prancing Pony. He even got the town right. <laughs> and who do they meet in the Prancing Pony? The, well, they meet Strider. The barman. Who arguably is a way better character when he's Strider.
1: And Frodo Baggins. Baggins? Sure, I know I a Baggins. Know Baggins. He's, he's my, my... second cousin. twice removed on my mother's side. You Shut fucking up. idiot, Pippin. Pippin. <laughs> Full of a joke. Of right, let's get this back on track. Sorry. Back on track. So it's going to happen a
0: lot. They're in Bree at the Prancy Point, they meet Strider. So this is the first thing you meet Strider. He is a ranger. I immediately can tell he's a good guy, but a little rougher on the edges. Fucking loves weed. One of my favorite characters, <laughs> if not probably <laughs> my favorite character. They all love weed in this, actually. They yeah. smoke a lot of weed. The finest weed in all of whatever it's it is. It's not called weed. <laughs> it is called weed. Is it? Yeah, they call it the weed. Yeah. Because when Merry and Pippin get picked up by the big tree in the second one, when they meet up with everyone else at the end, Merry's just smoking a pipe. And he's like, what are you doing? He's like, finest weed and all of whatever they wherever they and are. Doing my homework <laughs> last night. I was watching. I <laughs> fucking Crown love the weed. When Pippin is taken to Gondor by Gandalf, when he's saying goodbye to Merry, Merry gives him the last of the weed.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: They fucking love weed. Oh, just that's... getting high. They're not actually in a fight. There, there's no battle. <laughs> there's no ring. They're just all baked. <laughs> so they, they meet Strider. Strider helps them get to uh, Rivendell after a run-in with uh, the Dark Riders. Personally, up until he actually becomes the king, I love Aragorn. I yeah, think he's I, great I, well, as Strider. Point. He's so mysterious in the first yeah. one. He's rugged. He's rough on the edges. You gave us a story once a week while I Cam, about him not washing, smoking a pipe.
1: Yeah, he... Um, yeah, he didn't wash throughout Apparently, Viggo Mortensen was not quite a method actor, but that sort of thing. And so he got really into his character and would like, take his sword everywhere, which got him into some trouble. But he also wouldn't wash. And apparently, it was a nightmare for the females to, 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 to film to Liv Tyler apparently yeah, hated it. Yeah, yeah, to film the love scenes with him because I've, he was um, a smelly boy.
0: I've done my homework, and I've got points on Viggo Mortensen specifically and about how odd a guy he is. I'll, we'll get to that later, but there's uh, some... Uh, Golden Gems coming up to back that up. So we get to to Elrond and Rivendell. And the Fellowship is formed. Rory, who's in in the Fellowship? The Fellowship is... Who is the Fellowship? Listing them off. Frodo. Played by who? Sam. I don't want to do that. Elijah Wood. Pippin. Merry. Aragorn. Legolas. Gimli. Son of Gloin. Son of Gloin. Son of Gloin. Sean (laughs) Beam. Boromir. Boromir. (laughs) That's it. So yeah, the Fellowship is, uh, <laughs> is created by uh, what well, I call them here, uh, our Middle Earth's Mightiest Heroes. They are, are a, a combination of men or uh, men. Where Not are obviously. you going now? You're sweet, you're God dag, eat your sweets, man. The Fellowship are a combination of men, elves, dwarves, dwarves, hobbits, and, that, and a, a big wizard Gandalf. But the dwarf is incredibly racist. Well, yeah, this this <laughs> brings up a lot of cool parts. Like, Tolkien must have written the, the whole conflict between elves and dwarves as conflict between the races in the UK. And it's all about how they, the two overcome their differences in race and become really good friends. And we'll get more to that later on because they really fleshed it out better in the next two films. But two of my favorite characters are Gimli and Legolas. They are kick-fucking-ass. Legolas and Aragorn for me.
1: My two favorite characters. When I was younger, characters. I used to love Legolas. And you watch it now and it's just like, what a fucking dick. <laughs> Honest to why? Why did you say that? He's just so like. And right, the break, first break it down for me. Tell Please, me don't, your favorite character. Don't
0: go and chew your sweets and then go
1: to talk in the microphone. Favorite characters in that's the Oh why? why?
0: So back in the day, it was Legolas. Why Legolas? Because I loved Legolas too. of Bloom was cool.
1: Back in the hmm. day, it was Legolas because, especially in the first one, like he was cool. He was like he had that sort of like elegance when he was fighting. Made and it look easy. The more it gets on, the more just stupid stunts he does, and it's like that. That's bullshit. <laughs> Aragorn's the boy. Because he's gritty. Yeah, he's your boy. He's down to business. He's launching himself in there. He, he doesn't fight... use a shield. Mm. He almost fights like a brawler as well. Yeah. He brawls. I mean, no one comes close to Gimli, but... Gimli your favorite? No. But he's a badass.
0: <laughs> Who's your favorite member of the fellowship?
1: Um, Aragon. Oh, this
0: is a question. Not
1: fucking Frodo. He's I can really think thinking that right it. now.
0: Is it any of the hobbits? Yes Sam. or no.
1: It would be like if it was going to be someday, it would maybe be Sam.
0: Sam is the man, okay?
1: But yeah, the only thing that would take me away from Sam is that he's such a little bitch for Frodo. Yes. Oh, oh, God, Frodo. he's got he most wants of Frodo. to suck his Dick. <laughs> no, I mean, it's not about that. Stop! Don't be homosexual. No, no don't, be, <laughs> don't be homophobic, Rory. <laughs> um, it's more so that, like, he just he does everything for Frodo, and it's like, Frodo's a dick.
0: Well, he's his manservant. In the books, he he's wants a, Frodo he's to a man share servant. his load.
1: <laughs> he does do that he funny. does say that he does say that Rory, he does favorite, favorite even kid. in
0: slow motion <laughs> favorite member of the fellowship Aragorn Aragorn yep he's a badass so from here on out they set off on their uh, their trek and it takes them to the Mines of Moria which is one of the best parts of the entire series absolutely Moria. Mines of Moria for those that don't know um, is a mine underneath a mountain owned and run by Gimli's dad uh no, Balin, no, my cousin, Balin. Cousin, sorry, it's cousin Balin. Yeah, uh, and when they get there, they realize it's been overrun with orcs. Obdi's, everyone's did. dead. Obdi's did. Very true. So and then won- we have the one part that Frodo's actually good at, which is riddles, much like his father. And father,
1: uncle. The riddle. Who's Bilbo? Was his uncle. Uncle. The riddle was very easy. Speak, friend, and enter. Yeah. <laughs> so it just tells you to say the word. Uh,
0: but then Gandalf's like, "Speak, friend." And he sits there with his pipe for a fucking day. <laughs> and then Ferdy goes, yeah. What's friend in Elvish? Bellock. Well they get in. And honestly, this is one of the best parts. My of the knowledge film. is quite good. It's creepy. You see the team having to work together for the first time. They end up in the first battle. And that scene where they're locked in the, the tomb and the cave troll comes battering through. Yeah. They have a cave troll. Is intense. Classic Sean Bean. So good.
1: That's great. It's amazing. Like, it's so oh, fucking so great. It's the part
0: where you, you get introduced to the, the stakes of the movie and it starts off small and builds and builds and builds with with each other battle. And it only gets bigger. And we'll get into it more with the other films, but The Fellowship is a great expression of how to start a, a story off and build suspense and build on the stakes. Because even at this scene, when... Frodo gets stabbed the, in the chest. Frodo gets stabbed in the chest. But also when the... What's the big smoky monster called again? The Balrog. The Balrog, which sounds awful lot like balrog which is friend in Elvish. Balrog, Balrog. When he shows up, when the Balrog shows up, Gandalf See. sacrifices himself for the team, and Spoilers. they and they lose. Fight you fools. They lose. Arguably, the strongest character
1: in the Fellowship. The, like that.
0: The only one. Away. The only one in the Fellowship who knows what the fuck is going on. Yeah, everyone else. <laughs> is just, when
1: he dies, they're all just kind of like, fucking. No what. Where, where are we going? <laughs> what are we doing? Everyone got a map. <laughs>
0: And like even even as a kid at eleven years old, that was shocking because like Gandalf was the one that gave them like a purpose. He was the one that knew where they were going, how to get there, which way to go. And without that, like how the fuck are they getting through this? They're lost. Frodo took it real bad. Frodo took it bad, but then you see Aragorn step up and be a man. Got to be a dad now. He's always been a man. He's always been looking after them. Always looking after the hobbits. So from there we go into the the woods. Loth Lothlorien. Lothlorien woods. You meet Galadriel. Galadriel. And she, really wants the ring. She wants the ring. And she's played by Kate Blanchett.
1: Kate Blanchett. Kate
0: Blanchett does a really good job. She's a terrifying little witch elf. Well, is she? Cam, shine some light on this. I don't understand this scene. Where she goes fucking mental and Frodo, go- the ring. Frodo goes to the fountain and she's talking to him at the fountain and then goes, Ah, give me a ring. And he's like, No. And she's like, I'm sorry. I'm possessed by something.
1: Can I be <laughs> honest with you? You have no idea. <laughs> it's a shite scene, so I skip over it most of the time. <laughs> 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 yeah, I can't remember. That, that always
0: made no sense. I thought she. She's in the start, though. She's one of the three elves. She narrates the the, pre- the preface. Yeah, the but I she's I also there. It
1: probably makes more sense in the books, and there's probably something more to it. But I, don't I can't don't. remember the preface in the books. I just remember the books being so long. and so I don't. I did not read them.
0: But yeah, she narrates <laughs> the book, but which makes me feel like her character in the books are, are probably much bigger than she, they actually are in the film. Yeah, I
1: think they definitely are, yeah. And they have
0: their little time in, in the woods. She's the also hot for Gandalf. They patch up their wounds, and off they go again. <laughs> Unbeknownst to them, Saruman, Gandalf's old boss, the big white wizard, who sounds remarkably similar to the bad guy in this whole franchise, a good Saruman. Plan. Jesus, love... is he going to become bad? He looks bad. He wears white. Anyway. This he's also ju- played by
1: Christopher Lee, who's who, never played a bad guy. Badass. Game.
0: Yeah, he's never played a bad yeah. guy. This, a good guy. This, uh, this dickhead by, played by Christopher Lee has been genetically splicing orc DNA with elves, to Create fighting Urukai warriors, Uruk-hai. which are Uruk-hai. giant goblin like machine men, Urukai, frightening people. He then sets... All played by Maori warriors. Are they? Oh, I knew this. No, yes. I did know that. They're all Maori warriors. New Zealand, they're probably they're, like they're hey, native bro. Maoris. Hey, bro, how you going, bro? Hey, bro, I'm, I'm gonna get your ring off you, bro. Anyway. <laughs> He decides, uh, I'm gonna send a huge uh, garrison of uh, Urukai warriors after you guys. So then pursue a ridiculous battle through the woods where the Fellowship have to defend Frodo and Sam, while, and probably do that. Boromir gets three arrows to the chest. Yes. Before pops. that, he tries to take the ring from Frodo.
1: But then he dies defending
0: it. Where are the little ones? It is confirmed that he save was, the little one. It is it confirmed that he gets corrupted by the ring. Yeah, the ring corrupts. Yeah, him. of course. Yeah. Yeah, he wants to take it. He wants to share the load. And <laughs> I think at that point, why do the fellowship disband? Is that just photos? Frodo just Frodo to buggers off like a little bitch. He's like, I can't let my friends get hurt. And it's like, Frodo, you've known these people for like a day. Yeah, they're true. here to protect you. Don't run away from them because they might die. You might die. <laughs> so <laughs> he so he rose he rose to the other side of the lake, which I think they were going to go to the next day anyway.
1: And th- and then. Aragorn and Legolas just decide not to follow them. No, well, I think they, yeah, Aragorn is like,
0: nah. No, they're kind of, they're in the now, middle of fighting for a while. They they have a big fight, but he realizes Sam and Frodo have reached the other end of the river, so they're off on their own, and they're, they're safe. But Merry and Pippin have been kidnapped. That's so, so. The Their purpose now is to, if we do anything, we'll do something good. We'll go and rescue Merry and Pippin. Also, Aragorn's not stupid. He knows Sam's clearly
1: gone with him. Yeah. He'll be fine. Yeah, that's the thing. That's why Sam's the most badass. Yeah. Aragorn, the most, the, the most badass. On paper, the most badass, looks over and sees big bad boy Sam with him and he's like, shit, that motherfucker gonna be all right. He's gonna be, he be all right. Big kudos then to the two of them.
0: Anyway, that's how the first film ends. That's three hours long, yep. that film. And class. it can't be understated how. Class it is. Detailed <laughs> it is. It is class. Cam- <laughs> was it class? It
1: was class.
0: class. <laughs> okay, move on to the two towers, everybody. The, can I just say, the fight. The Urukai fight at the lake at the riverbed. Aragon actually this is him being method again, actually asked the actor who played the Urukai to physically punch him in the face. You see that scene. And almost yeah. decapitate him. He was like, I really want you to go for me. And he when he gets trapped between a tree and a shield, he's genuinely stuck when he that has, scene is, yeah, is I remember the that. The guy's fucking weird. I remember the scene he gets punched in the face as well because it looks like yeah. I'm thinking oh that must have hurt like, that's and a real punch we'll talk about this again in the two towers because he does another thing uh, that is a great scene and then you find out why it's such a great yeah, scene yeah I know one
1: yeah come on trivia trivia. Okay. trivia
0: so moving on the two towers here from now on the film's split into three narratives um, as, and it echoes the three narratives of the book. You've got Frodo and Sam, hop with the ring. Shy, you've got uh, Merry and Pippin, who have been kidnapped by the Urukai. Class. And then you've got uh, Team Cool, who are Legolas, Aragorn, and Gimli, who go off on their own travels. They're on, on, a, they're on a big cross-country hike. So here is jog. <laughs> the synopsis of the two towers I've written down here. The second movie kicks off with the introduction to Gollum, who became who becomes an unwilling guide into Mordor for Frodo and Sam after they stop him <sighs> trying to steal the ring from Frodo. Gollum is a tricky wee bastard and takes them back to the Black Gate for, of Mordor and then hands them over to Boromir's brother, Faramir, who is defending the garrison of, at Gondor's border. Faramir eventually lets them go, learning the truth about the ring and how it nearly corrupted his brother. The parallel story to this is, Frodo, uh, to Frodo and Sam's story, is the cool gang of Aragorn, Aragorn, even, Legolas, and Gimli, who are tracking the orcs through Rohan. Uh, Rohan is the horse lord kingdom, uh, the second largest kingdom of men. In middle Earth. Yes. They are on pursuit. My favourite kingdom. Your favourite kingdom? Yes. Does it remind you of Wyoming? It does a wee Full of horses. Yeah. Full of horses. Good old freedom
1: right there. Big old skies. They are boy. tracking <laughs> Merry and Pippin
0: with the intention of saving the hobbits. So they arrive too late. Uh, and the hobbits have disappeared in Mirkwood. It um, is. It is. Oh, hang on. Sorry, lap, ma'am. It's a tree, Pippin! Mary! The tree is talking! It is here that the cool guy meets Gandalf <laughs> the White resurrected because he is still shit to deal with in Middle-earth. Together, the Fantastic Four carry out, uh, cast out the evil taken over Rohan, liberate the king, and evacuate the second largest settlement in Middle-earth to a battleground known as Helm's Deep. Q, one of the best battles ever put to cinema against the Rohan and Samurai's uruk army. Some amazing back and forth from Legolas and Gimli, and Gandalf saves the day just at the nick of time. Is this the one with the elephants?
1: No. No. The, no, the Helm's don't... Deep is... Much better. The battle what of Helm's is, Deep is much better than the battle
0: what of the Ministers. We'll, we'll get to Helm's Deep. While well, okay. all this is happening, Merry and Pippin have basically camped out on top of the giant elk called Treebeard, who gets super pissed off with Saruman for ripping up out the forest. So while the Isengard, the home of Saruman, as in the second of the two towers, they've taken the is to Isengard. The trees then destroy Isengard and uh, keep the evil wizard captive until reinforcements arrive. End of the, the two towers. That Great film. synopsis seems a lot less than the first one. Yeah, I shortened <laughs> that one down. It's because the Return of the King, I've written so much Return of the King. It's kind
1: of so it fair though. I mean, two they're towers, looking for 10%, hobbits. 10%. They're in a forest. I'm going to say it now. The Two Towers is my favorite
0: on. of the of the trilogy it's because really it is the simplest film. Okay, it's it, it is so simple. There's maybe three narratives going on, but Aragorn's story, Frodo's story, and Merry and Pippin's story all have a very straight lineage it's, it's so easy to follow it also i mean all they do is they go to a kingdom they banish the evil from it they then go to a garrison and they defend the entire uh people of rohan against a giant army and that battle oh my god fucking Three men dot. is that dots. the one where gandalf runs down a hill yes end, yeah and he's like spoilers on the third day on the third day look to the east and, yeah, then, right. and then, he, and then, the sun comes up and everyone's blinded. So we'll explain this a little bit. It's, it's not when, magic; it's just timing. <laughs> when Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli are in pursuit of Merry and Pippin, yeah, and instead they find Gandalf, they realise that Rohan's been taken over by an evil, possessed spirit. Who that ends up being is Saruman. He sent his little minion in there fucking to worm tongue. Worm tongue, yeah, to possess the king, and the king oh, becomes yeah. possessed. Yeah, and Gandalf basically gets his magic out and fucking expels him. And they liberate the king, who realizes what he's done. He's like, oh, shit, I made a fucking mess of this place. Let's clean up the shop. Oh,
1: And then when you see, you have to see Bernard Hill crying. Because his Worm son's tongue. dead. Wormtongue. Oh, no. Uh, Théoden. Théoden. yeah. The actor. No parents should have to bury their child. You remember, it
0: starts, so his son has died. The prince of Rohan is dead. And that's why his cousin, his nephew, has taken the best warriors in Rohan away. Because he thinks the—that's the guy who told Carl, Aragon Carl, Carl that he thought Urband. that the, Carl, the, yeah, the hobbits Urband. had died. A, yeah, yeah. He's a badass man. He's a badass. They burnt all the urukai. He's—he's the, he's the B plot. So that's who Gandalf goes goes after to save the day. Yeah. So what happens is, Saruman. What else decides is he in? Carl, Carl Urband. Urband. Yeah. So
1: many things. Lots. Judge Dredd. Class. He's the, that's ba- it. He's the he's bad Judge guy. Dredd. He's also the bad guy
0: in the Born Supremacy. The Russian guy. He's the assassin. Star Trek. I get him mixed up with, uh, what's his face? Luke Evans. Why?
1: Because they look very similar.
0: Very different. They look very similar. Luke Evans is Welsh. Yes, I know, but they look similar.
1: I don't know who you're talking about.
0: Luke Evans is the... He's Dracula Untold, don't you know? He's the guy in The Hobbit who shoots the dragon.
1: Oh, Discount Orlando Bloom?
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah, that was a terrible piece of casting. I don't want to talk about The Hobbit. I'll I'll kick off. We're not getting
0: into that. We're not. So, we're in Rohan. They've liberated the king. Saruman realizes that he wants to try and discredit. He wants to prove to Sauron that he's got enough clout to be his, uh, his, uh, his second in command. So he's going to rid the world of Rohan and and Saruman that part of Men. Saruman is. He's saying by- this to Sauron. Yeah. So by doing okay. that, what he does, he creates his own army of Urukai warriors, and then promises Sauron he'll get rid of Rohan. So he then sends all the Urukai into Rohan, and to defend. But do that- we have to assume this? No, that's happening. But is that told in the movie? Yeah, because I did not know that. That's happening in the movie. Why do you think the, the guy? Why do you think there's a whole army at the end fighting the Rohan? I don't know. That's why. I genuinely just thought it was because it's called the two towers. I just thought it was because he wanted another tower because the other no, tower no. has an it's eye. It's called on the it. two towers. The two towers. You've got the Tower of Sauron in Mordor, <laughs> and you've got <laughs> Saruman's tower in Isengard. It's the uh, alliance wow. of those two towers fighting men. Oh, Sauron and... wants to. Take over the world, and Sauron promises, I'll get rid of Rohan for you. But he never says that. Not explicitly, yeah, but you, you can never know that's see what's that happening. You yeah, need the it, context it, it, in again. the
1: movie. Books. Books kind of explain it. Fuck the but books. Even
0: that, you know what's happening. Fuck the books. Anyway, can't talk to me that again. Why did they go to Helm's Deep, and what is Helm's Deep? Stop eating your fucking sweets. You're a grown ass
1: man. I'm a grown ass man. I can eat what I fucking want. I'm eating Titty Fritters, and um, my God, they're bad for you. Um, yeah, so I could yeah, have told you that. Gravy, yeah.
2: <laughs> shit.
1: <laughs> uh, Helm's Deep is the last defense. Last of defense. what? Rohan.
0: Helm's Deep is the last defense of Rohan. I don't know. I'm really making this up. What is it? So Helm's Deep <laughs> is a bit. It's basically a battleground, but it's like a fortress.
1: Yeah, the last defense.
0: The White Castle. No, oh, you're thinking you're... the movie ahead. Live Stop in the now. Stop jumping don't ahead. Do you remember this movie? No. <laughs> this is the best movie in the trilogy. Okay.
1: You piece of shit.
0: You dirtbag. Anyway. Well, Frodo and Sam, Savage. Frodo and Sam are <laughs> locking about with Gollum. Gollum is basically taking them into fucking places they shouldn't do and trying to steal the ring off them. While that's happening, <laughs> the big battle <laughs> at Helm's Deep is going to take place, and you've got Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli making sure that they get all the men and women out of Rohan and children. They hide them in Helm's Deep so that when the army arrives, they've got at least uh, a, a fortress to hide behind. Now, when the army shows up, we got the best battle ever, ever put to cinema. Like it's better than the other two. Yeah, 100%. 100%. They have
1: two cave trolls. No. They had no cave
0: trolls. They had no cave trolls. They had ridiculous Urukai warriors, which were the size of men, but orcs. The berserkers. Yeah, man.
1: And that's another reason El is a little bitch. Why? Because (laughs) the fucking berserker that comes in with the gunpowder. He misses him. And And he fucking fucking manages the whole rest of the couple of movies, the movie and a half that we've had so far, and he manages to hit every single person in the eyes.
0: What does he do? He just misses him completely. No,
1: he hits him in the shoulder.
0: Yeah, but no, 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 no. And he goes, him
1: down, Legolas! Like and does he go, ugh, and keeps running. And why just Legolas? Why isn't everyone just absolutely launching it? Because like...
0: Legolas is the man and the There's chosen one of the Roy, elves. What, put timing out. That's a sea C-bomb. That's almost an hour in. That's sea C-bomb. Oh, did you say sea bomb Cameron Helm's Deep's taking place. You get a brilliant back and forth from Gimli and Legolas. When this battle starts, Gimli is not tall enough to see over the wall. A little comic effect, comic slapstick. There, I love that. Shall I get you a box? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the two of them have the is beginning to look like a really good friendship, and they have a, an orc killing contest.
1: Yes, they do, and that's it. Kind of continues through the rest of the movies. See, I thought fun. that
0: was in the third one. No, no it's in he's both like, of
1: them. He's like fifteen,
0: and then he kills an elephant, and he's like, "I don't only counts as one." That does happen. That's the third one, right? Okay, that's what I said. So what happens? Yeah. This film, this film basically <laughs> culminates with them basically saving the day. Gandalf shows up in the nick of time with the the Riders of Rohan that that basically disappeared when it was uh, under occupation by Sauron. Uh, they kill the Urukai, they free everybody, and while that's happening, the trees destroy Isengard. Um, basically, they are pissed, dethroning Saruman. Um, he's not, and he's they not all have a live tree ever after until the next film. How does Saruman die though? He falls. Well, he falls and he gets eaten by a tree you don't
1: know <laughs> how he dies unless yeah. you watch the extended <laughs> the version
0: good but good. you only find that out in return of the king not the does Chicago. he die in the original version yes in the extended yeah, the extended yeah but do no, you but in the original version does yeah. he die no treebeard's got this throwaway line where he's like he's locked himself in his tower Right, but really, what happens is that one tongue stabs him in the back and the face and all that, and then and he falls. falls in the back and the face. I think it's just in the back, yeah. but in my mind, Christopher, what's really his name? And then he falls. Lee. Christopher Lee was super furious that his like that whole scene was cut from the last film because oh, wow. he showed up. He was he's was really old, really tired, all that kind of shit. And he, apparently, he said like it takes ages to put the makeup on and stuff, and you go through all of that to find out at the very end. By the time you you watch it at the premiere, your whole parchment been cut. Which is probably yeah, a bit fucking yeah. pissed off at that, yeah, totally kicking the dick, totally. So, the Return of the King. I've got a whopping great big synopsis for this. Show me. Show <laughs> you the meaning. Show me. Cow. Cow! <laughs> in the wake of the liberation of Rohan, the cool gang travel to the destroyed Isengard to pick up Merry and Pippin, who are feasting on salted pork and smoking. Yum. The finest weed in all of. Riverdale. They all then return to Rohan for yeah. some beers and to celebrate the previous victory. While drunk and stupid, Pimpin has a gander at Saruman... Pippin. Pimpin? Pimpin? Pimpin. 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 <laughs> you said Pimpin. a couple of burrs, sorry. Uh, while drunk and stupid, Pippin has a gander at Saruman seeing stone, and Sauron now thinks Pippin has the ring. Can I stop you there? Okay. I didn't think he was drunk and stupid. I thought he just woke up in the middle of the night. Yeah, but he's and it was drawn to him. He, drawn to him. He, yeah, he gets a glimpse of it, and then he nicks off Gandalf. He's just a, it's it's a fool of a Took. He is. Fool of a toque. He's he's foolish and curious, and I sympathise with him. Anyway, now he's in trouble. <laughs> Thanks. During this, Pippin has a vision of Gondor, the greatest city of men, under attack, revealing Sauron's final plan. Gandalf and Pippin then travel to Gondor to warn the steward, who is keeping Aragorn's seat warm for him. Asshole. He's a douchebag. Yes, with his <laughs> arsehole. That's
1: not what I meant. I meant He's that Denethor is an arsehole. Yes.
0: So Pippin and Gandalf take matters in their own hands and light the beacons of Gondor, calling for the aid. Beacons to lit! Gondor calls for aid. And Rohan will answer and Rohan will answer. The cool gang then lead the army of Rohan into Gondor. You guys are such nerds. Shut up. The cool gang then <laughs> lead the army of Rohan into Gondor, but on the way take a detour to assemble an army of cursed ghosts. The way is shut. And the dead keep it. This is to even the odds. As Gondor is attacked by the Nazgûl and the Witch King's army, the men of Gondor, Rohan, and Aragorn's army of ghosts flank the orcs and win the day. Legolas and Gimli have an orc-killing competition times two, and the Witch King is killed by the bird from Rohan because she is not a man. This movie is class. Aragorn then takes I his place. I love this. This it's is the fine. movie I keep remembering. It's it's fine. Fine. So I love this one more than the then takes his place as king and wants to bring the fright, the fright, the fight to Mordor with a fright. While this is happening, Frodo and Sam are still messing around with Gollum and falling for his pest ways <laughs> and, <Ew. bees laughs> and have a teenage girl style fallout. Frodo is then lured into a giant spider's den called Shelob, not the one from Edinburgh. What, what? your little your little Shelob spider from your wings and. Sp- Fly's place at Dobby's.
1: Oh, do you know what? I was back there the other day and what? They don't use She the other day. Yet. What's happened? Oh, right. Butterfly insect world. Butterfly, uh, uh, yeah. They don't use Shelob. they use Charlie. She Lob uh, dead? No, She was on the shelf. <laughs> and, in, her, in her box. And uh, Charlie was really gentle. He was, was a did nice you Charlie.
0: hold a spider again I the other did. day?
1: I did. I did. They're yeah. really fun. They're really. They're... I wouldn't own one. Oh, but obviously, and, like, I don't think they're, they're fun. They are. They're really boring. Like you sit it in, it just tarantulas do not move, honestly. They just sit there all day. So, anyway. like, if it was Shelob and you put um, Frodo in Shelob's lair, I'd probably just sit there. Sorry. Just watch him.
0: What are you doing? Hi. <laughs> <See>, anyway, <lair. laughs> in, this, in this story, Shelob is a gigantic spider. Yes. And it's Gollum's intentions that the spider will then kill Frodo so Gollum can then nick the ring. Can off. I just say, controversially, mm. The spider has a stinger.
1: I fucking told you that the other day, you we piece of watched shit. This, we watched yeah. this movie the other day. It's a fucking Why is that wasp? controversial? Because spiders, spiders don't, don't, have, don't stingers. have stingers. No species of
0: spider they has are, a stinger. Yeah, spiders have uh, teeth. teeth. They've got yeah. teeth and from their abdomen. Abdomen? Yeah. They've got... And their buttholes. Butthole webbing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't oh, have a oh, and stinger. Oh, the spider's got a stinger on the end of his ass. Yeah, like an ant. Oh, so it does, Or man. a, a wasp. I watched this whatever, last night. I never clocked that. Yep. That's annoying. But we looked it up in the book. It doesn't specify yeah. where the stinger was. It just says it stung Frodo. Yeah. Oh, okay. With its stinger. Okay. So what happens is Frodo is then paralyzed, but <coughs> Fat Sam, just in the nick of time, shows up to keep the shit out of the spider. Uh, Gollum then falls down a cavern. See you later, Dickhead. Filthy fat image. <laughs> now disabled, Frodo was kidnapped by orcs and taken to a castle on the outskirts of Mordor. Sirithungul. Holy shit. Jesus, knowledge. Man, your knowledge. Good for you. Also, I just want to say how much I love that all orcs are bloody cocks yeah, the old Cockney. It's a Shelob's been having a dinner again. <laughs> hey, this one's
1: still alive. <laughs> still, it's so, it's so funny. It's yeah. so. Shit. I didn't know that until right now.
0: That's blowing me away. They Every are all single orc is a Cockney. Fuck, man. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna be the bad guys, and we're gonna be bad. That's there's a, there's, a, there's something over there. the English <laughs> always play really good bad guys. Yeah, they do.
1: That's why. Been bad for the past couple of hundred years to be quite fair. Yeah. Also,
0: so do of Scottish people, but Pippin is a good guy. Pippin is a really good guy. Anyway, Sam storms a shit good guy. Sam storms the castle, uh, infested by you know cockneys, saves Frodo, and the two enter Mordor for the final push up Mount Doom. Uh, by the time they reach the entrance to the uh, the mountain, Gollum shows up again like an idiot's girlfriend and bites Frodo's finger off. A ruckus ensues. While this is happening, Aragorn, the remaining, remaining members of the Fellowship, and a massive army of men and elves play Chappie in the Black Gate to pick a fight with Sauron to distract him while Sam, Frodo, and Gollum sort out their differences. Uh, another big battle ensues. The ring is destroyed. The eagles save Frodo and Sam. And then we have a 30-minute epilogue
1: at the end. The eagles. It's a 30-minute <laughs> I, mean, I actually remember watching this one in the, in the pictures. And we were in the family, and I remember watching it. Not well, the audience. Yep. And... The amount of times I stood up to leave. Yeah, you thought it was the. End. It was about six. It endings. fades to black, and for you like stand five up. Five you're, like, you're like, that was brilliant. What an ending! You stand up. Oh, and
0: it's not the ending. Okay, the Return oh, of the King. Oh, he's in Rivendell. <laughs> oh, he's oh, he's back in Hobbiton. Does he come back there? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, look, Sam's married now. The Return of the King. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's three hours twenty-one minutes. I think those last twenty-one minutes are all epilogue. <clears throat> Legit. Anyway. Uh, that's The Return of the King, and that's the whole entire uh, I love the return Lord of the, King. of the Rings. Now that you've synopsized it. So why do you like The Return of the King? Because it's the one... I, I don't know if it's whether it's the last one I watched recently, mm. or it's just the one that has more rec- standout moments. This is why I like The Return of the King. We played so many of the video games. you remember the video game, the uh, PS2 game? Uh, of the, King. the Two Towers and the Return of the King. Yes. yes. I played... Both of them, I think before the movie came out. That a we mash got the games fest before the movie came out. Killing marks. It showed you so much that I never understood. It was like, what is this? Why have you got weird armor? What is Gondor? What is all this this shit? And by the time you see the films, it all makes sense. Yeah. It was a great game. Gondor's cool. The steward of Gondor is a total <laughs> douchebag. What is he doing Apologies. there? Then I never I understood that. him. Like Well, there's no king. Yeah, but Aragon's like left his, his post. Yeah. So is he just like elected to there? Yeah, I mean, I he think is blood. I think
1: the lore is that they, they obviously have to have somebody in charge. So he's a, el- don't know if he's elected, but he is appointed as the... He's the one true heir. The steward. Denethor is not the one. Oh, right. I the one he was true heir. Shit. Uh, but he's Boromir and Faramir's daddy.
0: Oh, we didn't mention, yeah, he tries to kill Faramir. His loves his it. His son. His son gets Pours wounded. Pours petrol on him and sets yeah, him on son fire. Yeah, gets wounded, and instead of trying to help him, he thinks, oh, I'll just fucking kill him. Pippin's like, he's
1: alive! It's a he's strange. Like, oh, it's he's a dead. Strange,
0: um, it's a weird character. I didn't like he's him. He's not he a bad dad. And he's not a good dad, sorry. He's a very bad dad. I was going to say he's a very bad dad.
1: Most dads that try to kill their sons are not. I
0: don't think that part of the story had any point of being in the movie. If it wasn't in there, I don't think it would change anything.
1: I quite liked it. Well, yes, please, I'll have a beer.
0: Uh, I'll have a beer, please. Thank you. you want a bad Yerp. Yeah. Yes. So out of the three films um, Roy, Return of the King is your favourite Is yes. it? Yes And is it because there are loads of battles on this Or what? I don't know uh, There's just points that I remember a lot more Like I kept going back To the elephant part and you were like No, 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 it's the third movie this I thought scene. the ghost one was the second movie But it's actually the third, third movie one. This one, the wicked scene in the elephant Where Legolas takes down an elephant on his own Is so cool Very And cool. it slides down the trunk at the end
1: Man, and he fires, like, like,
0: three arrows at once. Uh, Legolas tears Super up. Super badass. Yeah, that, that fucking fights. Also, so does cool. Gandalf. He tears it up in the big white castle. What I don't like, and <coughs> I'm going to move on to this now in a second once Cam joins us back on the couch. Um, what I don't like is you start noticing it more and more you watch the films. There are parts left out on the theatrical releases which go into depth in the extended DVD cuts which are hours longer. Which some of, them, some of the scenes are really, really beneficial to understand. Like the Witch King in Gandalf, the Witch King is the head Nazgul. Um, for the first time, he gets a crown put on him she in wrote. this film, and you see who the big baddie, bad guy he is. Him and Gandalf have beef that go back years, apparently. Ooh. And in this film, they actually have a, a standoff and a fight on, in, in Gondor.
1: But you don't see that unless you watch the Extended Cut. Do and you agree? Th- I can't remember. Oh. It's been that long since I've watched it, because, I mean, you've got to, like, set your whole day apart. Yeah, to <laughs> yes. to now, I've not watched
0: watch the extended, extended cuts it. for The Fellowship of the Two Towers, but I have watched the extended Fellowship ones amazing for The Return of the King. And I wish I watched them all, but they are just so much time to invest. Um, the It shows you so much detail that they left out that is really kind of beneficial, even for movies that are that long. For example... The Return of the King adds 51 minutes of additional footage to the theatrical time. That's so much. That's massive. And it's already about three and a half hours? Yeah, so three and a half hours works about 200 minutes. <laughs> that increases it to 263 minutes long. Jesus Christ.
1: Tremendous.
0: So already clocking at three hours, 20 minutes in the cinema, it's no wonder so much was cut from the theatrical version. Some of what's been added back in does feel worthy, though, even if it is ex- often extremely brief. Um, There's not much extra from Frodo, Sam, or Gollum, as their story had to play out on screen. Uh, But we get a confrontation between Gandalf and the Witch King, uh, and see Aragorn using the Palantir to bait Sauron. What is the Palantir? Palantir is the seeing stone. So he uses that to bait Sauron.
1: What does bait mean?
0: So he basically uses the seeing stone. Call out Sauron. Okay, Aragorn used it. My friends use it the word "bait" for something else. <sighs> <Don't worry. laughs> there's also the long. I got sp- it. Toilet humor. There's also the long-spoken <laughs> of mouth of Sauron scene, which is the guy who comes out the Black Gate to address the army.
1: And he's to be fair, it's really stupid when you watch it, and it, like it's a bit overacted. Yeah, like, he's got a weird teethy. Uh, mouth there's there's the, there's the mouth of Sauron, and there's like the. The, the of mouth of yeah. Sauron. Yeah. He obviously speaks for Sauron, obviously, yeah. but he, he kind of overdoes it with his mouth, like literally. And uh, yes, yeah, this bit, is
0: an extended bit, cut,
1: yeah, it's and it's much. a man. Yeah, well, it's like a, it's like a, it's, it's not, it's like a Black Rider type character, but you see his face. No, because he's got the helmet on. You see his mouth.
0: Oh, okay. And <laughs> he's just like overextending and widening his mouth. <laughs> As for the two towers, uh, the longest edition is the most satisfying even though it diverts massively from the source material, Saruman and Grima Wormtongue, uh, who were very important characters in the second film, and in the theatrical cut of The Return of the King, audiences were left wondering what happened to them. You don't understand, we talked about this already, you don't understand their fate unless you watch the extended cut of, is it Return of the King? At the beginning? Who is Wormtongue?
1: Wormtongue's the guy, is is Sauron's agent who goes to Rohan to... um... He's the witch man. I don't know if he's the one that uh, he's the wit. Possesses. He's all greasy. Yeah, he's all greasy, and yeah. blah, blah, blah. and then Aragon saves him, and he's the reason. Aragon should have just booted Aragon Scottish. saves him. Yeah, Aragon saves him, but he, he has mercy and lets him go. But uh, basically, one oh, of the stories like, is kicks him down the stairs and yeah, goes. Aragon should have curb stomped him and just launched him. Oh out,
0: yeah. no! <laughs> Kicked him in the helmet. Oh, we missed that part of uh, Two Towers. We did. So you've not watched any of the extended editions? No. They're like how long, how long are they like four hours long? It's five long, hours
1: long. It's long. I, mean, I think the first one's a four and a half. So to with five good hours. reason. Yeah, it's it's like a proper evening activity. You need to like. That's ridiculous.
0: I struggled to watch Two Towers and Return of the King when I was off ill from work one day, just before Christmas. I watched. I, I could not get through the whole movie. The extended <laughs> cut of Return of the King at Ryan Turner's flat when I was at, I think, first year university. Um, I went over to see Ryan in his new flat, in Denison. It was a shithole. He went to bed, and I stayed up and watched the extended cup because I couldn't sleep because it was so cold in his flat. Oh, God. <laughs> what a fun That's memory. What a fun, <laughs> yes. nice memory. Oh, good. So anything Friends. else to add you guys before I go into some trivia? Uh, Hit me up with the trivia, my brother. I just want to oh, put yeah, my own goes. little bit of trivia that we missed out in the two towers. When they go to the the burning pit of Urukai that the Rohan riders one. did... Oh yeah, they've realized that they they can't find the hobbits, and Gimli, they're taking the hobbits to Isengard. Gimli finds a a a hobbit belt with his, like a wee knife belt. Oh yeah, and uh, Aragorn gets really upset about this, and he kicks a helmet yep. and goes, uh, remember that falls scene to where... his knees. The actor, when he kicked that helmet, broke his toe. What, hence up- the yeah. scream is genuine of pain yeah very true he's a method actor or Vigo ish kind of Um, I don't think he meant to break his toe I don't think so he kicked a helmet and went fuck that was he puts the helmet
1: and um, they'd done the take loads and loads of times that day and uh, he obviously puts the. he has been frustrated and frustrated and frustrated so he boots the helmet as hard as he can because he's so frustrated and he breaks his toe and falls to to his knees and he falls to his knees and screams staying in character and that's the one they use what a fucking actor I'd have been like, oh, yeah, fucking bastard.
0: Oh, you fucking. fucking It's a 12, Vigo. It's a 12, (laughs) Vigo. Vigo. Young Cam's going to be nine years old when he watches this. Let him in the cinema. (laughs) You're giving him bad words. He can't learn that for another two years. (laughs) So So my trivia, I got some trivia written down. Did you know Peter Jackson and his kids have many cameos in these films?
1: Yes. Peter Jackson is, and I'll tell you exactly who he is. He's eating a carrot and brie. (laughs)
0: <laughs> is he he is a he's eating a carrot in the fellowship of the ring you can catch Jackson in the town of Bree as boom. he strolls past the camera munching boom. on a carrot boom oh he's not even in the pub he's just in the town yes yeah, and it's yeah. raining
1: and he looks at the, he like looks at the hobbits like scathingly, and he munches on a carrot in
0: this first cameo his character even has a name Albert Dreary. from oh, Bree nice who is he in the two towers Oh, on Cam come on Cam it's like a Mister, Stan, it's like a Stan done so cameo. well and
1: heads up for Lord of the Rings. Listen, my stats speak for themselves. I don't need to prove anything to you. Kie Disagree. Eh, I don't know, pass.
0: In the Two Towers, he is part of the epic battle of Helm's Deep, where we see him as a soldier of Rohan throwing a spear at an Urukai.
1: Oh, okay. Interesting.
0: Fat boy, though. Fat boy.
1: He's a big boy. He's a big boy.
0: Who? What is his cameo in The Return of the King? Nah, I'm out of this one. Is he deep. also a soldier? Give me a clue. Or a farmer. Think of
1: Aragon, Legolas, and Gimli storyline. Is he a ghosty? No, but close. Oh, that'd be good. Is he a pirate? Yes. For when the when the pirates come to get them, yes. they get murdered.
0: Pirates so, in the Return of the King. Jackson is a corsair of Umbar, seen walking across the deck of a pirate ship. I don't remember these
1: movies at all. You piece of shit. <laughs> you were, were supposed to do some homework. With
0: this. You said you watched these recently. We did. I clearly didn't pay attention. Okay, any attention. You, you might have. So i paid
1: paying attention to the good bits. They melted into my brain. It's literally the only thing I can remember. So both of Peter
0: Jackson's children appear briefly in three in the three films. Billy and Katie apparently are seen in the uh, in the first as children listen to Bilbo's stories, hiding in the Helm's Deep caves in the second, and as children in Minas Tirith watching the army move out of Ostiglia. Oh, aye. we Billy Jackson. So you know the scene in the Fellowship where he's he's telling the story about the uh, the trolls
1: that go poof to stone. Yes, yes. You can that see them. You kids. see them in in the the movie Lord of the Rings. They are in. Oh yeah the first Oh one? No, no no no! It's no, when, when it's they when...
0: find the sword. No no! It's when Aragorn's oh, no. looking for the weed. No, yeah, it's when think he's looking for the
1: for and you see the the stone. That yeah. was a nice little bit. That is Wait, good. when's this?
0: It's first when movie. Frodo's been stabbed with the Morgul blade, and they're looking for um Athalas. a specific weed. weed. It's a weed. So, did you know, <laughs> Sam, that, that Sean Bean, who played Boromir, had an intense fear of, of flying. flying?
1: So, and I knew this, and That's, I know this is a the good top of my thing head. that he can't fly. So, when they were doing the scenes up on the Misty Mountains, or what would be the Misty?
0: Oh, Mountains? when Legolas is on top of the snow.
1: Yeah, and all that kind of stuff. And then Frodo Sh- bottles Sean, it and yeah. says, "Oh, let's go underground." Yeah, yeah, Sean the Bean. They had to get helicopters up to the top, but Sean Bean wouldn't go in the helicopter. So why? Because he has an intense fear of flying. Why? I'm not entirely sure why, but he he walked up. So yeah, He hiked the, the, to the, the top of the yeah, hill. Yeah, so the cast always, like, they tell a story of when they're all up in the helicopters flying, and you look down, <laughs> and you can see Boromir in full gear. Full gear. Oh, gear. In fuck. full he'd cast to get, gear. to get With a shield and a sword it on his back. so
0: badass. Cutting up the fucking you He'd have to get kitted out down at the bottom, so he's in character by the time he gets to the top. That's so good. But did you know why? What a hero. He had an I intense fear I of flying. I don't flight. actually know. So... Did he almost crash a plane? No, let me see. At first, he attempted to make the flights with the other cast members. But after a particularly rough flight, he put his foot down. From then on, rather than being flown with the rest of the actors, Sean Bean would get up in the early hours and make his own way there on foot. He took ski lifts partway up the mountain before hiking the rest of the way to the set by himself. Of course, uh, there were no makeup and costume tents on the set itself. Only artists for touch-ups so he would have to get into his full costume for the trek each time. According to the set legend, all of this was courtesy of Billy Boyd and Dominic Monaghan, who were responsible for the first rough flight.
1: This uh, does not surprise allegedly,
0: me. Allegedly, the two actors knew about Bean's fear and played a prank on him by asking the pilots to demonstrate how extreme a helicopter's maneuvers could be. What a bunch of dicks.
1: Because <laughs> you, when you watch like, the special features and that, they, they love being there. It's really funny. Yeah. Billy, Billy Monaghan and... Monaghan Billy Boyd. And Billy Boyd. Uh, what did I say? Dominic uh, yeah. Monaghan and Billy Boyd are it's like exactly like their characters in terms of like they have this ridiculous, silly friendship. And you can see it in the in all the special features and they're just absolutely cutting about talking... It's absolute, their first major movie yeah, role, isn't talking it? talking about absolute <laughs> pish and nonsense. And the two of them are so close and they basically just I sort mean, of fell right into their characters. At the it's time of filming funny. this as well,
0: they were much younger than we are now. And yeah. we are so immature. Oh, Billy Boyd. Surely.
1: Billy Boyd was...
0: In 2001. thousand and in, He's in his 30s. I think he was. Like,
1: cause my hand no, even... no.
0: Now he's in his 30s. Oh, he's older than that. Maybe he's older than that. I thought he was like Sean's age. I shall look it up. Continue, please. Trivia number three. Did you know that Sir Ian McKellen, who played Gandalf, has stolen many set souvenirs? <laughs> yeah. I can believe that. He's apparently, a rascal. Yeah, apparently he's a bit of a kleptomaniac. Um, Sir Ian McKellen. Just really quickly, Billy Boyd's 50. 50. Is he? Uh, yeah. Jesus Christ. So how old was he? He must have been in his 30s then when he did. Yeah. What and you, uh, yeah. Jesus.
1: Anyway, sorry. Yeah, carry on. That's
0: crazy. Um, Ian McKellen has admitted in several interviews and an AMA that he may have pilfered an item or two during filming as a souvenir. He proudly displayed Gandalf's staff in his pub. The grapes, as well as keeping the wizard's trademark pointy hat and sword, Glamdring. However, these items were gifted to the actor by Peter Jackson after filming on the Hobbit trilogy wrapped up. So Ian McKellen also picked up a few items that weren't given quite so openly, including some knives and forks from Bag End, (laughs) some gold (laughs) coins from Smogs there, even the keys to Bag End, which now hang in his London study. The star has been quite cheeky about these little thefts, admitting that Jackson was looking for the keys after he had spirited them away, and jokingly asking us not to tell that he snuck a few of the gold coins off the set. What we klepto? That's, that's he, what I would do. he owns a pub, so no, his local. What he would do is he used to bring the staff into his local and play with it. So oh, he come in, he come into his local <laughs> pub and go, "Who? Hey, you shall not pass." All right, that's <laughs> right. Okay. Oh, I
1: <laughs> That's class.
0: That's you, either class or you hate him. Cool. Here's fucking McKellen again. If right. I was if I was staff. cutting
1: about the pub, just absolutely chilling out my box, and then Ian McKellen stowed in as Gandalf, I would kick off. I would absolutely <laughs> yeah. kick he's off. He's got his I hat on. He his... the nearest knife and pretend to be whichever no, character he told me. To think
0: of this me. of a different way though. If you're a local of that pub and you know Ian McKellen is another local, you're like. He's gonna fucking come in again with that no, bloody I'd do, staff. I'd do what Cam does. I'd be taking my <laughs> shoes off. I'd be I'd be getting down on my knees and using my shoes on my knees, pretending I'm a hobbit and yeah. just bomb about the pub.
1: I would be That's Sean good. Bean, just like launching arrows into myself and just dying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Fool of a tool. He clearly has fun with his props. So. So. Good. We mentioned before about your uh, vegan Mortensen getting into injuries, yeah? Yeah. I've got a whole thing here about onset injuries. Do you know any more? Yes. Tell
1: me more. Legless broke his ribs. Libs? Libs? Legless broke his ribs. He did break his. Fell leg. off a horse. He fell off a horse. <laughs> what an idiot! Any yes. more? Any more? Um, John Reese Davis was is the only one from the nine out of the nine. Sorry, the, yeah. <laughs> Let me start that whole fucking. Sentence the only again. one out of the nine. John Reese Davis is the only one out of the nine members of the fellowship who doesn't have. A tattoo relating to Correct. the fellowship, and that is because he was so allergic to the makeup that his entire f- time filming was absolutely fucking miserable.
0: Yeah, that's true. Really? Yeah. So did. he hated he ha- every hated
1: minute. It. He hated it so much because obviously all the prosthetics and all the glue, blah, blah 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 blah. It it would really bother his skin, and his his face was a mess for however long.
0: There were only two members of the fellowship cast who did not need to put any makeup or prosthetics on. Do you know who they were? Aragorn. Correct. And Boromir. Correct, because they were men. Yes. <laughs> Makes <And> sense. <laughs> so on-set injuries, I've got down here, Sean Astin, who played Sam, was knocked unconscious by a heavy wooden loom uh, on the set. He well. was knocked unconscious yeah. by a heavy wooden loom on the set in Rivendell, And later, while filming a yep. scene I'm where w- he rushes I've into I've got this, yet in the water.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he uh, he steps on a piece of glass and goes in his foot
0: steps in broken glass so that scene where he wades in after Frodo 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 yeah oh because they're glass. all barefoot aren't they well yeah it's, there might be in New Zealand but New Zealand still is still a country working and living with yes. real things in it with so yobbles he just goes in and steps in the glass degenerates despite, despite, drinking on the riverside despite needing 20 stitches what fuck a duck. in his foot in the sole of his foot what? was it
1: Right, okay. Was it a piece of broken glass or was it yeah. an actual sword? <laughs> because that sounds more likely. 20 stitches? Yes. That's he was outrageous. Ba- despite Did the he two... pick it up and just absolutely tan his foot with it? Despite like...
0: the stitches, he was back on set within 24 hours. What badass!
1: that?
0: Oh, yeah. Bloom, you said this, was thrown from a horse while filming the two towers and broke his ribs. But he was also back to work the next day. Although there were plenty of videos of the set of the cast making fun of him for complaining about the pain. Viggo Mortensen, however, <laughs> managed to rack up more than just one injury. Now, what did he mention before? Broke his toe when he kicked a helmet. Broke his toe when he kicked a helmet.
1: Yeah, got he the oh, helmet. Oh, oh, do you know what? Did he not he, break his he nose? Bro- no, he fucking had a really serious injury as well, didn't he? Or have I made this up?
0: Did, did he, he not, not
1: break a collarbone or something? Did, I, did he not? did he not fall off a horse as well? Tell me if I'm on the right track.
0: Is it the part where it's the CGI wolf and he falls over a cliff? No, 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 no. Um, He's standing up. Cam's in his thinking (laughs) mode. You've got one, but you've not got the other. So you've got the orc helmet. So I said, (laughs) while filming a scene where he kicks the orc helmet, he broke two toes and didn't say anything about it until after the shot was done.
1: Yeah. And in another scene... Give me a clue for this next one, because I feel like I know it.
0: uh, It's to do with his mouth. Oh, yeah. Is it when... Yeah, when the urukai he was like, I really want you to punch me. And when he punched him, he like... Must didn't have been dislocate his jaw yeah, well, it must have been that scene because it uh, kind of ties in with it in another scene uh, he knocked out a tooth but was asked but instead of like going and getting it fixed by a dentist he asked there and then on set for it to be super glued back into place so he could finish the scene why? what mental case why
1: I'd be like get me out of what? <laughs> like, get me so they su- yeah they super glued his fucking
0: t- tooth back into place so that he could keep filming what a hero uh, the best one here, though, so is C McKellen Even managed to bang his head in the ceiling and back end. That scene at the very beginning, which is yes. a mistake, but actually they kept it in. That's true. Really? He's in character. When tomorrow. he goes, no. Oh! Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because it looks genuinely like. So I have to turn around and hit my head on this thing. Yeah, it's oh, he funny because s- he's an absolutely hole. scuds it's like, his oh, head. It's small.
1: And he's, he's quite does. tall man anyway. I think isn't he? he is. He's yeah, like six five.
0: Um. What else have we got? Uh. Okay. Got two more. This one's about Viggo Mortensen on the whole. <laughs> really talented, but strange guy. Yes. Yep. Stories about Viggo Mortensen on the set of Lord of the Rings are legendary. It seems that the Danish actor uh, and painter Is he and Danish? poet, well, he's a painter, he's Danish a poet, American. he's a musician, apparently, um, isn't just a talented swordsman, but incredible at just about everything. He learned to speak Elvish for the films. That's awesome. Making it his sixth language. He that also, is awesome. He also speaks English, Danish, French, Italian, and Spanish. Um, he's actually dabbled in a bit of Norwegian, Swedish, and recently tried to learn Arabic. What
1: a fucking hero. I would love to speak more than one language.
0: I'd love I to can. meet Vigil Mortenstein.
1: You mentioned this camp. Vigil Mortenstein. Well Mortenstein.
0: Well filming across three years. He also took on the care of his own costume during filming. Washing it and making repairs despite the fact that the wardrobe department would actually have done this for him. Um, so he washed entirely close. He, he was 100% it. in this character, and I love it. He's also passionate about animals and formed a strong connection to the horses he was yeah, using he bought his the horse. trilogy. Yeah. Oh, that's the awesome. the end I'll of the film, well. yeah, yeah. yep, you're right, he bought his horse. Um, the first, because it was the horse he rode in the film and became very attached to him. He then bought a second horse because the first horse, needed a friend. What a guy. He sounds class. Isn't he good? If I yeah.
1: was, I would love, yep, yeah, I would do the same.
0: And he's got a new movie coming out. It does uh, with the guy from Daredevil? He's a driver, isn't he? Or yeah, or he drive, he's like a music, a music god, and he drives. Someone Ali, yeah. someone no, someone Muhammad. I saw that. Yeah, he's the guy from. Uh, he's in the Nick Cage, the Luke new Cage. Uh, True Detective. Yeah, uh, the last one I've got the trilogy broke Oscar records. Um, each film in the trilogy scooped multiple Academy Awards, and the trilogy as a whole still holds several uh, award records. The installment with the fewest Oscar wins was The Two Towers, which fittingly won two statuettes. The Fellowship of the Ring scooped four, but it was The Return of the King. It
1: was The Return of the King that was nominated for 17 or something like that. Yeah, I think
0: that's what it is. It was The Return of the King that did
1: best with a whopping
0: 11 Oscars. In fact, The Return of the King broke multiple award records for those wins, winning every award for which it was nominated, becoming only the second sequel to win an Oscar, along with The Godfather 2 and the only Class third movie. and the only third installment to do so the film also holds the record for the most oscar wins alongside ben Hur and titanic finally the return of the king was also the first and only fantasy film to win the oscar for best
1: picture right wow. let's just take a wee pause here they're so good the movies are so fucking. <laughs> they, are so good. <laughs> they are so good they are so fucking good and they're so fucking good that's there's so good are so good. I want to put this they point. They're so here. good. One like, of the how good why are they? It, They're so good. One so of the reasons good. why they were so good and they were snubbed at this in the Oscars for for
0: Best Actor. They didn't. I don't think anyone won Best Actor for it. But there's if no you real pick, uh, Best Actor is usually for like a main character, which is can, Frodo. If you can think of the Lord of the Rings films, think of an outstanding performance that had never no, been done before. No. Yeah, yeah, but, it's, it's that, but for that, Best it, Actor, it, you need to be the but, main but protagonist, they, that's, that, and that's none of them.
1: But there should actually be a testament to the film in itself. Then is that the film? As a whole, is so good that there is no outstanding uh, outstanding performance that needs to be. I hit. would
0: be inclined to disagree with you. I think there
1: is an a performance that should be yeah, um, acknowledged, and the only, I would say maybe Sean Bean because you know, his character incorrect characterization was great. What,
0: what did the trilogy do when it came to acting to innovate what we now see the modern landscape and in, in film and TV? Gollum. I don't understand the question. Gollum. Oh. Uh, Andy Serkis was told hmm. when the Oscars happened, because you're portraying a CGI character, your motion capture suit, which had never been done before, this was Andy Serkis's company's invention. Really? That it war- yeah, yeah, he made it. Yeah. I've got a bit about him up here that yeah. I want to read. That's why he's always the guy that does it. Yeah, that makes a like lot of he's sense. He's Caesar from Planet of the Apes. Andy Serkis is the man. Uh, his work on *The Law of the Rings* started a debate that, um, on the legitimacy of CGI-assisted acting. Some critics felt Circus should have been nominated for the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor since his voice, body, and language and facial expressions were used. He, the the Imaginarium Studios in 2011 was founded by Circus in the wake of these films, and it now is the studio that makes um, anything with CGI was people. It the, Planet of the Apes movies Yeah, um, he's Snoke in the new um, Star Wars Star Wars all the motion capture stuff he did stuff, that Mowgli movie all the new motion capture stuff you see that fucking kick ass is Andy Serkis and that revolutionized CGI
1: in films yeah has, yeah I forgot about that No, oh, that's a good point actually
0: Gollum wa- and then in the third movie they actually show you the change that's actually the first time you see Andy Serkis in human form not even that his whole voice in it the whole approach to Gollum is
1: so creepy <laughs> It is amazing. Yeah. No, I, I never even I never even crossed my mind. That's a really good point. It is amazing. He was good. My favorite part, actually, when I,
0: because initially I hated Gollum. I thought he was scary and I didn't like it. But I think it's in the third movie when he starts, you've got Smeagol talking to Gollum. Yeah. You know, but it's in two different camera angles, but it's clearly one shot. Um, um, and it, the way it, it, that he's done it is just incredible. Um, from that scene alone, I think, yeah, he probably should have been nominated for his best supporting actor because he's he's a really nice Smeagol talking to his dark side golem who's attracted to the ring and they're trying to figure out who's in charge and should they take the ring or should they help Frodo? and.
1: You don't go- have any friends. Yes, yes, we do. <laughs>
0: It's so good. It is really. What good. do you it's think? So good. It. What do you think now about New Zealand? Because before I saw this film, New Zealand was one of those countries that I, it wasn't on my radar. It reminds me of Scotland.
1: Yeah, it's like Scotland times ten. The scenery looks like Scotland but bigger. Yeah, yeah. you are. You are right. And more like more sunshine probably full of better people did you ever
0: see the uh the billy Connolly (laughs) documentaries where he rides the trike through uh new zealand nah and he get he seems to get really attached to the country and i think he he he, that's exactly you said it there like it it reminds him of it's scotland times 10 it's it's everything scotland can be and could be but isn't because it's it's been less touched. there's less history
1: there's more i would disagree yeah we
0: we have many more you've got well we, we oh, have... wait. Are
1: you so, sorry? Are you saying New Zealand has less history? Yeah. 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 Oh, God. Right. Yeah. Okay. I was about to kick off.
0: No, no. I'm like, he was basically saying New Zealand's like this untouched country that is still developing and it hasn't been like manipulated by the past that Scotland has. Yeah. I think it's got less narrative history. Mm-hmm. Like Scotland has a lot of history that we've written down and that Documented. We, we can document and we can go back to. But I think New Zealand probably have just had. And so pretty. Pacific, Island, like though. yeah. Watching, watching Have the. You ever scene, seen Moana? Watching the scene last <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah, watching sure. the scene last night where Pippin and Gandalf like the the beacons to to ask Rohan to come help. Yeah. that scene where you the, see the panoram- yeah, yeah, the panoramic camera shoots over the mountains and you see all the the lanterns light up. Fucking beautiful country. Scotland hasn't got mountains like that, does it?
1: Yeah, it does, but. They're on a much less scale. They're not just that; just on a lesser scale. scale, yeah. So it's got the the features of, especially Rohan, and with the mountains in the background, I, I I couldn't tell you exactly where it reminds me of, but it reminds me of just certain parts of Scotland. It's, like there's a couple of parts that just look it's like,
0: like as you come into the Highlands, of parts
1: that just look like North Persia, and you're just like,
0: yeah, yeah actually you actually to Moor.
1: up towards Moor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So part, just yeah. before you know, before you get into that, the Cairngorms and all that kind of stuff, just. You know, the sort of the issue is, the it just looks.
0: I think we'd be able to see it more if Scotland had more than thirty days of sunshine. Yeah, no, you're absolutely
1: right. That's the problem. The Whereas problem New Zealand, if you want to go walk, you want to see Scotland, you want to go walking in Scotland, you got to be, yeah. you got to take a coat. <laughs> Granted, I've
0: never been to New Zealand, so I don't know how accurate yeah. this is, but I'm assuming they have a lot more sunshine than we do year round. I think they probably get better seasons than us. Yeah. Um, okay, here's a here's a weird question for you. If you were to play, if you were to be any race in Middle Earth yeah where would you fall into are you a man are you an elf are you uh, a I would like to be an elf because then you are immortal
1: is that your only reason yep I would be also
0: you'd be a sweet bowman
1: I would be half man half elf
0: oh you'd be the bastard child of uh, Aragorn and Arwen absolutely
1: my reasoning for that is because elves badass but too serious men shite
0: I'd be a renegade elf
1: but like you know, I mean, bumble like, about. Can I just get by? Yeah, exactly. So they're like, they've got, they've got that element of nor- not, not. I don't want to say would normal. You, would but men not, get ridiculed. Do you not want to be? The yeah, the wits that's of what I'm men. saying. So they're awful. awful so I'd like to be half an elf. I the like greed of men. I don't. I don't. I, I, basically, what I'm saying is, I'd like to be have the elegance and the, um, sort of whatever the elf, the Physique. traits that the elves have got, but <laughs> with the, um, emotional.
0: You ever yeah. seen? You ever seen a fat elf?
1: No. Nope. Did you ever agree with um, the theory that Tolkien
0: based the different races around different parts of the UK? So, are so the men, men are from England. Scottish? No, men are from England. Uh, are the dwarves are Scottish. The dwarves are Scottish. Why are the dwarves not Welsh? The elves are Welsh. Why? I'm not sure, but I remember reading that theory once. That's the way it went. Why did they pick a Welshman to play a dwarf then? Eh? That's a good question. Eh? Yeah, but he plays him Scottish. He's got a Scottish accent. You right? are named after the dog. A Dog! Different movie. <laughs> uh, uh, I also wanted to find out what, your, what was your favorite battle. Did we all agree it was probably Helm's Deep?
1: Funny, say the favorite battle in it. Yeah, oh yeah, that, that or the it.
0: one at the White Castle. No,
1: Minas Tirith isn't Minas Tirith. that good. It's full of nonsense. <laughs> this is when Peter Jackson. you, can, there's, you can, there's, there's snippets of in the third film when you can see Peter Jackson just begin to get a boner for himself. <laughs> and um he just goes off the fucking rails, obviously like he did with the with the hobbit. Oh god, oh, the god. hobbit. God. You We're get you get this. snippets of it in the third one with just stupid things that you would expect to see in a Fast and Furious movie that isn't good. You turn the catapults. The catapult well, like where the guy steps out and spits on the rock and all mm. that kind of shit. And it's That's... like Oh that is. it's annoying. just it's Or, or Legolas
0: like, slides on the trunk of the L Exactly, exactly. It's
1: just it's it's little things like that and you're just like, that adds nothing. Because the film's a finesse. Class. Which all one finesse.
0: Which one has the wolf door ram? That's that one. Gronn. It,
1: no, yeah, that's the third it's one. It's a boar.
0: That's cool. It's that's a, a good one, but that was in the wolf, books. That was in not? the book.
1: Gronn is the, the name of the... the it's book. a
0: wolf with a flame in its yeah. mouth, the, and they're the, trying to bash the, the door bar, down. The, the thing that they knock the door down has a name.
1: Yeah, it's called Gronn. I'm pretty sure it's Gronn.
0: Gronn.
1: Uh, double check that if you could. Okay. Um, but I'm pretty sure... That's why they're all chanting, Gronn, Gronn thought huh. oh. they were just grunting, and um, as they tried to knock. Yeah, the but door that's it. in the books, and that's that's. But that's that's got that's got history to it as well, because I'm pretty sure, think like they would have massive battering oh, rams. There you go. Yeah,
0: Grand, also known as the Wolf's Head, was a 100 foot long battering ram with the head. was head in the shape of a raving wolf.
1: Yeah, there you go. So there you go. But that, what my, my just to summarize, my main point is that in the Return of the King, you could see. Peter Jackson's demise basically coming over the horizon yeah. because the first two films a have been so... Film. No, no, no. It was amazing. But you could see his ego Getting and away. ridiculousness um, shining through. And then, obviously, he because made of Kong, the I, I and guess... was garbage. And then he made The Hobbits, or which everyone he made first. Ugh. The Hobbits came out. And The Hobbits were hands down Just the biggest cinematic disappointment I've ever seen.
0: I think a lot of what was wrong with The Hobbits was... It was a monetary problem. The studio wanted to make as much money of them as possible, so made them three films. Yeah,
1: that's always going to happen, though. You're never going to get something that's as big as what it is.
0: There's a really good YouTube essay you should watch. It's uh, it's by a girl called Lindsay Ellis. And she's a massive Lord of the Rings fan. And she hates The Hobbits films. And she takes the scene... You know the scene The Hobbit where... Thorin, at the end of the first film, is on the edge of that branch and then comes to save Bilbo after Bilbo saved them at the very end of the first film. There's a music cue in that that you don't clock, which is supposed to be a specific music cue for a specific scene. And then you then use it again in the scene It takes it out of context. It's like, part of the direction is just all over the place. It's just,
1: like I said, he, he just he had a boner for himself. And um,
0: I think... In the third movie, because of the success of the first and the second movie, they obviously had a lot more money and a lot more budget for the movie. So we thought, ah, let's do all the fun stuff that we couldn't do in the originals. If you are interested (sighs) in an essay, an online essay on how bad the Hobbit prequels are, there is a YouTuber out there called Lindsay Ellis, and she has done a series of... uh, YouTube video is called The Hobbit, The Desolation of Warners, Part 1, 2 and 3. Wow. They are very, very good. And she fucking rips them to pieces. She's a very good YouTuber. I also mentioned her in our episode on YouTube. All oh, right. Yeah. Episode one or two or whatever that was. I think it was episode three, two. Don't know. Two. Long time ago actually. What episode are we on now? Seventeen. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is seventeen. Bloody hell. Um, what else have I got written on my notes here? Uh mention Gollum, mention New Zealand. Mentioned the story. I've kind of exhausted everything. All my notes here, guys. Do you have any, any other last things, Cam? Last minute. Yeah, hold on, make it oh, all right, big Cam is just pouring okay. I'll edit in. it out. Will I? Last thoughts go. on the Lord of the Rings trilogy, Cameron. I just want to
1: reiterate how class it is. Um, epic. And it's <laughs> are they classes
0: a trilogy or individual movies? Trilogy. you need There's all one, three of two, them? Three. But you if you were to pick, pick one,
1: them. oh, my favorite one is pro- the best one is the first one in terms of a film. Yeah. The best one is the first one, but my favourite one's probably the second one. Um, The first one's so simple. It works so well. It's it's, well-paced. It's it's one of those ones that's like, the CGI is is so limited. It's not limited, but it's limited to the fact that, like, they've got stuntmen, and they're all fighting each other, and it's all people fighting each other. Yeah, I also read, because of
0: that, because it was so practical, the budget for all three films is actually really small. Yeah. It's like 93 million for all three films. When you think about what it takes to make an Avengers film, or a, a Star Wars film Billions Billions they're, they're
1: working in it there's no Billions. way there's no there is no fucking way no offence that the Avengers films are going to last as Lord of the Rings
0: no way In time no the Lord of the Rings stack up and I remember reading this uh, in prep for the, for the pod the practical effects revolutionise how you do cinema sometimes and sometimes you can see you can tell what's real and what's not in the practical effects stuff because it's there's CG on stuff that hasn't been used before but the tree beard stuff, with all the hobbits up the tree, that's all practical. That's all real. The face isn't. The makeup, though. No, the face is the face is practical. That's a tree the with the eyes. It's a it's a CGI. But tree. then think about the amount of orcs you've got, goblins, uh, uh, dwarfs, all the prosthetics. All that's practical.
1: Yeah. They Especially all... the Uruk Hai, like in the when they are chased to the the, the last. Battle scene, obviously with me and fellowship. fellowship. Yeah, in Fellowship.
0: Look at it this way: they've got that those smash cut scenes where they're like
1: the leg These shot and films... then running through the forest. Oh, These real. films
0: came out in 2001, two and three. That is three years after the Phantom Menace came out, and the Phantom Menace <laughs> was Shade. a chock a block full of what was just a CGI fest. It looked like a giant video game. In comparison, and that's why the Phantom Menace will never hold up. Years to come, this film will hold up in years to come because it looks real. Mm. They've tried to make it look like it exists in its own universe. I'm trying to think of the only things that are CGI in the first movie, and I think it's Gollum.
1: That the, one time, and the, the and the Balrog. the 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 fireworks, the, the battle between the last battle, the last alliance between men and elves is CGI to a point. Yeah. What they do is they line up. I think it was they lined up and like they repeat it. 20, 20 guys. Oh, is this yeah. at the very start? Yeah, the twenty by like the, three guys deep. So like a huge number of guys. Hmm. And then they've just copied, it's just a copy and paste. Yeah, yeah.
0: Because all they do, it's like so a, It's real,
1: um, but it's copied.
0: But it looks like a Mexican wave because the way they come up, they all flick their, their blades up. Yeah, They Which just keep that process over over Yeah, but it looked sweet the way they did it. Correct. Correct. Cast no. it into the flames! Isildur! Destroy <laughs> it! Sorry. It's good. No, at least you put the mic away from your mouth when you raised your voice. <laughs> but class films, they both, uh, you're right, The Fellowship is probably the best in that yeah. sense. Um... And it's the better paced one as well. The songs are great. Tolkien wrote languages for this. It's yeah, such a like dense Elv- Elvish story. Elvish
1: is a real language and so yeah. is the language of Mordor. Now. It's
0: such a dense story. Did he not make it up? Yeah, o- yeah, yeah, obviously. It's now a known it's language. It's like
1: Klingon. <laughs> it's like you can... People like, recognise it now, yeah. Aye, but you you can speak... Elvish. I'm not saying it's like a recognised language, but it, what I mean is that... There it, are
0: verbs and nouns and...
1: You can be spoken Yeah, Yeah.
0: yeah. That's incredible.
1: It's amazing.
0: <laughs> also super nerdy
1: oh totally
0: I'm just checking the budgets here apparently Fellowship was <laughs> <with> 94 million <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Two Towers was 93 million
2: I'm,
0: is that the same budget or did they have separate budgets for all three movies I would imagine they, they had separate <laughs> budgets but they shot them all back to back <laughs> <laughs> what's the little happy <laughs> Hobbiton song is that you singing it yeah that's the <laughs> song. do you want any more Lord of the ring stories because the amazon apparently are making this gigantic
1: do i want any more series nah I, I hope they do yeah I hope, I hope they carry on i hope they do some Cimmerillian stuff because sauron is a piece of shit compared to morgoth who's
0: morgoth who the fuck is Morgoth? Who the fuck is
1: Morgoth, you pieces <laughs> of shit. The Balrog of Morgoth. Also, the Balrog who is Sauron? Balrog, as in Balrog that gall- the Gal. The Balrog fights. of Morgoth. They're like Morgoth's pet. Who's Morgoth? That's a good question. I've not actually read Simarillion, but from what I hear, um, he is just the same same sort of character as Sauron, but just like ten times faster. Right, can mm. I just say, yeah.
0: is Sauron an elf? He was. He, he was is. an elf. He's
1: an evil, evil, evil elf. Okay.
0: All the orcs were elves. That's what they, 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 it's revealed in the movies. Yeah. That all but the you never see his face, so you never or, know what or, he is. Orcs were elves once, and they decayed. He's bigger. He's evil. bigger than everyone. The power. On the battlefield, he's bigger than everyone. The power. But you don't right. see his face. You just see his helmet. The, the, the moral of the story: Don't wear rings. They're bad for you.
1: Especially. I pink. don't think that. I think you might have missed the main point. Of the movie. Especially uh, pinky
0: rings. Signet rings on your finger. That's
1: the, f- that's the, that's the right
0: way for us. Punch in the face. Got a funny story now. On. One, of, one, one of our, uh, <laughs> one of our pals over New Year. Um, we basically like we did um Secret Santa, and one of the Secret Santa presents was one of those like giant signet rings, and it looks awful. It's like a big knuckle duster, like an NFL ring. And as we were getting drunk over New Year, one of the boys bet the guy that got it that if they ever took the ring off for an entire year, they had to shave their head. So. He couldn't, if he took the ring off one day in the year or mm-hmm. had to take the ring off. So this guy lives in Dunfermline and we now are able, if any of us text him going, right, show us the ring. He's got to show us a current picture of his current situation with the ring on his bodice somewhere around his neck, on his finger, whatever. If he doesn't, he's got to shave his head. And so we now refer him as the ring bearer. <laughs> <laughs> Class. That's also really unfortunate. It's a big shout out there to Winky Watson who uh, Winky should be wearing that, wi- that ring right That's punishment enough Good name, Winky Watson. Yeah. Winky Watson.
1: Uh, any last thoughts then
0: before we sign off on the Lotherings? No, I um, think that'll do It's it. a, a good long yeah.
1: pod. Just that it's fucking awesome and that everybody should be watching it. Go
0: watch it guys. Go watch it now. It's class. After work today, go and watch it. Or at least one of them, (laughs) because let's face it, you won't have time to watch all three before you have to go to work again. Correct. And on that, come join us for a pint down the Green Dragon. Wait,
1: wait. uh, What's that you've got there? This, my friend, is a pint. Is a pint. They come in pints. I'm getting one. I'm getting one. You've got a whole half already. Fuck (laughs) off, Sam.
0: Pass my beer. Hold on. I'm gonna end this. I'm gonna end this on a song.
1: Sing us
0: a song, though, boop now I might get the rhythm wrong we're gonna end the pot this way are we ready This is the song that Pippin and Mary sing in the pub when they're having their pints and they say you can drink your fancy ales you can drink them by the flagon but the only brew for the brave and true come, come from, from the, the green dragon, dragon. hey! On that note, see you later, bye. Toodle,
1: A wizard is never late. He arrives precisely poop, he means to.